0: 1983. 83. I would be born born and the world would be changed in two years. (laughs) Same same here.
1: Uh, The average cost of a new house, $82,600. Average cost of a tank of gas, well, apparently $1.25. <laughs> that seems weird for eighty three, but okay.
0: It was a different time. Yeah. It was and the eighties.
1: Annual income twenty one thousand dollars. Monthly rent three hundred and thirty five dollars. Hey, did you know a Dodge Ram pickup truck was fifty seven hundred dollars? That's thirty. I
0: did not know that.
1: That's uh, you know, they cost exponentially more than that these days.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what that is, but they do.
1: A two gallon, a two percent milk dollar thirty five. That's actually not that different.
0: (laughs) Back in the 80s when people still drink milk.
1: (laughs) Craft Singles, 12-pack of cheese, $1.50. And in May 25th, 1983, Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Crashes into theaters everywhere.
0: (laughs) Explodes. Explodes onto the screen. (laughs) Oh, no, that was the Empire preview where it said Empire and it went, (laughs) and blew up. I was thinking, maybe this one does too, I don't remember revenge
1: of the jedi, of the jedi. I,
0: have, I have a good story for that do you want to hear my Revenge of the jedi story yes let's start I, I have off with the revenge of the jedi we'll get to so it i don't know where we'll i have it wait mind. No, right, i have it right here First. Uh, so i don't have it we'll get to it we'll get to point. it when we get there we'll get to it when we get there that's fine it's it's right near at some point
1: yeah <laughs> so we're just coming let's see so three years later
0: yeah 80, right. yeah, 80 was Empire. Two, two
1: years, if you count the fact that it was in Seattle for a year, over a year. Yes, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs>
0: has, has the record. Has the record. Yeah, we have the record for something good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so yeah, three years later, Return of the Jedi yep. comes out. And, uh, and it was works. it known at this time that this was probably
0: it? I mean, yes, this was definitely it. Like This was definitely it. They're, they're, I mean, Lucas had talked about making three maybe six other movies but i mean there was also 12 movies at some point so yeah. you kind of can't really say that the plan was always nine because at some point it was 12 so the plan was always changing <laughs> so and this this was definitely like lucas was absolutely done everybody was done when they did this movie and there was i mean there was the prequels i don't i don't know if he talked about prequels there was other movies out there that he would maybe eventually make, but he was definitely not going to do it anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely done with Star Wars. So he was ready. He was ready to take on he, other movies He had after been working this. yeah, he'd been working on it ten years at this point. Yeah. From when he started writing. Yeah. So he was he said he was very satisfied to get it done because he so yeah, yeah, accomplished he what so he said. Started,
1: started actually like earnestly sitting down and writing these movies in seventy three. Yeah
0: yeah so 10 years or so he was glad to be done with it yeah, he so. was happy to finish it and he was happy to move on from it
1: <laughs> that worked out well for him he never went back to Star Wars everyone <laughs> loved him forever nobody complained about Star Wars
0: yeah, his uh, dream of uh, making movies that he didn't have to direct coming out how he wanted never really worked out for him <laughs> even this movie they had plenty of problems with the director <laughs> so he eventually had to face the music and start directing again <laughs> so what do you want, to do? You want some pre stuff
1: Yeah, let's talk about what's going on before Return of the Jedi comes out.
0: Well, obviously, uh, Empire was out, so they started writing.
1: I remember... No, I don't remember, because obviously it wasn't there. You remember
0: hearing at some point.
1: But, like, (laughs) you see so much return of the jedi merchandise compared to yes the previous two movies like when you go and see old vintage star wars toys yeah it seems to be mostly return of the jedi yes if it's it's from the era of the movies
0: yeah well because when a new hope came out nobody knew what the hell it was so people were buying stuff and and then empire obviously was more of a thing and then well and and a reason for that was like because when i first got the star wars insider like 93 94 when that came out You could buy new Jedi toys (laughs) in the catalog as part of the merchandise. But the reason for that is because in 1985, Star Wars stuff dropped dramatically. (laughs) Like, they had a lot of stuff because it just, you know, there was no more movies coming out. Yeah. And it just dropped big time. Like, like, 85 was just, like, a straight line down on the graph.
1: They were never really... It's so weird with Star Wars because it's, like, they they didn't really have... Lucas didn't seem to have much of a plan to, like, maintain... Hmm. The sort of wave, because there was sort of, outside of re-releases, there really wasn't, like, there was no TV shows. I mean, they had the droids and the Ewoks Ewoks, stuff, but it was never, it never really felt like there was any intention to have that be, like, to extend the life cycle of Star Wars.
0: No, I don't think he was trying to make it big. You know, he wasn't trying to, you know, maintain its popularity. He was, there was doing stuff, like, when they, um, started to come out with the Expanding Universe books. Yeah. That was them kind of testing the waters because the prequels were kind of in motion. And yeah. they were like, do people even still care about Star Wars? Yeah. And they commissioned that first, the Admiral Thrawn book. I think I already told the story. but and it, and it did really well. And they're like, oh, I guess people still care about Star Wars. Yeah. And then they put them on VHS before the uh, THX ones. Yeah. And those did really well. And yeah. they're like, oh, I guess people really care about yeah. these. So it was funny. Yeah, yeah, just,
1: it's just funny that, like, there was, yeah, there was no, like, plan in place to sort of maintain the sort of...
0: Yeah. yeah because I like, don't think they were know, trying to.
1: you think But you'd think with you owning the merchandising and everything, and that's a lot of money coming in from that, you would do something to sort of keep the fervor up yeah because that's what like a lot of stuff tries to do yeah like especially during this especially during the 80s oh yeah you would do like well it's not really an animated thing but we'll keep like you know Star Wars animated series set around whatever thing we talked about in the movie it could be you know Boba Fett cartoon or something (laughs) you know the droids idea was solid because those were big characters like the Ewoks one uh, yeah not as solid of an idea, but
0: well, and it's Lucasfilm. It's not 20th Century Fox, yeah. some greedy corporation yeah. where they're going to try and milk the properties yeah. they have that are that are working. He, I think he saw that Star Wars was yeah. done, and yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, he, he was doing other things. Yeah, they weren't very big, but um, I mean, was there were some big ones. Yeah, yeah, trying. yeah. He was just producing other things with Lucasfilm.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, and they had Indiana Lucas, Jones. Yeah, and what Lucasfilm ended up sort of capitalizing on was like LucasArts. Arts. Lucas Arts, yep where where you, like the video game stuff was really big. Yeah. Things like Monkey Island and stuff were actually really really successful. The
0: Dig. The Dig
1: um, Actually. You know, the, like Loom oh, uh, yeah. these old adventure games were for computers were huge yeah, well, he, and they've, they've maintained huge. Like Monkey uh, yeah. Island is still a relatively mm-hmm. money-drawing thing and like you know Lucas Arts doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But
0: you know well, they were putting, Lucas was putting a lot of money into developing digital technology. Like, even with Empire, they were starting. And with Jedi, he put a lot of money into it. And that's what he was really working yeah, and on. And
1: like, we're not too far removed from, like, Pixar.
0: Yeah. and that, Which he that, created. Which he created, exactly. For ILM, I guess,
1: yeah. yeah. ILM created. Which
0: yeah, is, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, and he owned ILM, and ILM was very popular. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he was, money was still coming in. Yeah. Whether it was a movie with his name on it, it was, yeah. he was behind the scenes. And his company was, was working. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, with um, Empire, obviously he didn't want to write (laughs) it because he hates writing. But he (laughs) realized after Lee Brackett's script that wasn't anything like he wanted. He realized that he would have to write the first couple drafts. Yeah. Because (laughs) her interpretation of his outline was not what he wanted yeah so he he figured he would write the the first couple drafts and then bring someone in to question what he said and punch it up a bit yeah and that was that was uh kind of what he did
2: yeah
0: but it's funny because he got um sued from the director's guild for for empire for not putting his name for for putting his name first because it said (laughs) lucasfilm and the director's guild the director's name has to go first and he was the producer. But, yeah, and that didn't even get settled until 2011. But he also got uh, in trouble, yeah, sued with the with well, the Writer's is, Guild the, also. Do we know
1: what the outcome to
0: it was? was he, won, it just, he won, he won. Okay, he won, yeah, he I was going to say, it would sense
1: that he would, he that to, he would yeah. win. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he is right. Like, I'm not yeah. putting my name first, I'm putting the studio first. Yes, yes, <laughs> It just yeah. so happens that I created the studio and yeah. I put my name in it.
0: Yeah, so when they, and, and he also got in trouble with the Writer's Guild, which was a much smaller fee, but he just resigned out of that one. But that made it way harder for them to get a director because they had to get people who weren't in the union, yeah. which there was some Americans, but they were looking for mostly British directors because yeah. they, were they, they weren't in, obviously... They an wouldn't have been in an American union. Yeah, so. so it was just easier for them to do that. And and they were looking for a director that understood that George Lucas was in charge. They were actually... Like like how a TV producer is. So they were looking for TV directors because they would understand how, how that worked. Yeah. and they And they needed someone who understood... You know that Star Wars isn't just something easily thrown together, which a lot of people would just think it's just some stupid fantasy. Just, There's a lot going on, and they had to find someone who actually understood yeah. that Star Wars is a serious thing. Isn't just Battlestar
1: Galactica or just moving down sets? <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell, just
0: like, doing yeah. stupid stuff for kids. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of, you know, the the Stanley Kubricks and everything would think that Star Wars was really dumb. Yeah, so they had to find someone that actually understood that it was it was a real thing. Yes, and then uh, yeah, they had you know a list of directors that they would look at, and Lucas would spend the day with them and hang out with them and everything. The funniest one to come out of that one is David Lynch, <laughs> because
1: yeah, I remember reading that. Sometime. Yeah,
0: yeah, because Eraserhead was out and Lucas obviously loved it yeah. and, uh, and it's not he, to love yeah, I actually haven't seen Eraserhead oh, I love David Lynch so much I've seen I'm reading a book about him right now and I still haven't seen Eraser <laughs> I haven't seen Eraserhead no, be episode one of our smoothie <laughs> podcast the Razorhead. I'm, I'm kind of afraid <laughs> <laughs> Um. So um, he hung out with Lynch, and Lynch wasn't interested from the beginning, but his agent was like, This is George Lucas. You got to meet with the guy. <laughs> and he had, I think he had just done Eraserhead. And, uh, oh, maybe, he did, no, he had done Elephant Man also. And Lucas knew that, knew that this was completely out <laughs> of field, that he was like, Well, maybe we can, you know. Maybe this guy will be great yeah. and have some great ideas and stuff. And uh, they met with Lynch, and he actually gave Lynch the job. And Lynch accepted it at first, and a couple yeah. of days later said, no, no, I don't want to do that. Because, yeah. you know, Lynch wanted to do his own Lynch, thing.
1: Yeah, Lynch doesn't want to be told what to do. That's why, no, I, remember the Twin Peaks revival had that issues. Where oh, yeah. They were yeah. like, listen, you need to do something different. Well, okay, how about I just don't and then they (laughs)
0: yeah well well, he he did dune after this and he hates dune because he didn't get final cut on it like Uh, he has on every other one of his movies and he said that he had sold out at that point
1: you you'll hear people say something like oh man what would have lynch's like star wars it would have been still the same same. thing (laughs) he he wouldn't have gotten any of his lynchian
0: vibes in that movie like it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been weird yeah there
1: would have been no yeah It'd be like, oh, what if Cronenberg made it? It (laughs) wouldn't have been some weird body horror thing. It would have just been Return of the Jedi still. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's cool when you hear um, the meetings of Kasdan, Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote it. And with George Lucas and Richard Marquand who directed, because yeah. Richard Marquand is very good at like the little effective things, like when they're sitting around talking about uh, Princess Leia in the slave costume with Jabba, and Richard Marquand's like, oh, what if she has a what if she has a chain on her, like on her leg or, or her neck, and Lucas is like, oh, that's a cool idea, and I'm like, okay, and, <laughs> and then. Uh, uh, he just has all these, I can't remember anymore but he has all these little things that he just throws out there that's yeah. in the movie. And yeah. it's all these little, really effective things. So, yeah. I mean, his job is to focus on the acting and the characters. Yeah. And it's cool, the ideas he throws out. And he's along for the ride and he knows it. Because yeah. this will skyrocket him to an A-list director. Yeah. And he is just along for the ride. <laughs> he is not going to complain about anything. And it's really funny because when they're talking about Lawrence Kasdan's always questioning Lucas and, you know, they're kind of going back and forth. But they don't argue, they just discuss it. And uh, and every idea they throw out there, Mark Run's like, "Oh, it's great! I love it! Brilliant!" <laughs> every idea is like, "That's great! That's that's just great!" Yeah, just go for it! Let's <laughs> yeah, do it. let's do this! Yeah, yeah, he's very excited about that's it, funny. which is cool. I mean, yeah, yeah.
2: it's
1: sh- it's it's you know, he didn't make it very far out of no. directing because he would have died just four years later.
0: Yeah, I would die Eighty
1: seven, So yeah four years after the release of this, and I think he only had one major film after that. So, yeah, which would have been Jagan. Edge with Jen Glenn Close. and Oh,
0: I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but it's funny, though, because he was just very along for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> and he knew it. Yeah. In any level. I it. mean,
1: like, yeah, there's, you know, it, it makes sense. Like, you're going to be directing, you're going to be the quote, end quote, director oh,
2: yeah. of
1: this massive franchise. It's going to, your stock will rise. Yeah. like you've made a, you will make a, you will be a director who directed a film that made a lot of money.
0: Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. I remembered what he came up with because <laughs> the, they're like, how oh, how are we gonna get Lando? And there's like, oh, what if he's already there? And they're like, oh, okay. And then they're like, what about uh, Lay and Chewie? And they're like, oh, what if uh, it's a bounty hunter and she just brings him in? They're like, oh, okay, that works. <laughs> it's like just these little like yeah. throwaway ideas, <laughs> and, and they're and they're into it and everything, which is which is really cool. <laughs> it's just funny to hear how these guys work. <laughs> well, because um, yeah. So so Lucas comes up with the ideas, meets with Kazdin and everything, and um. And you know, like they have, like Lucas has all the set pieces that are basically in the movie. Yeah. And then they just kind of make sense out of how to get there. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a lot of a lot of little things where it's like, okay, we need we know that we're gonna be on Endor, but why are they on Endor? <laughs> and just like you're like, and how do we get there? And it's, it's 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 a it's interesting to hear it. All these things that you think is a lot of thought, and you know, someone just throws out the idea of, oh, what if uh, what if she's a bounty hunter? And she brings in Chewie, and she's disguised, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, that works. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Oh, and uh, Kazan really wanted to uh, kill someone just to give it emotional weight, you know. Okay. So they were—they really wanted to kill somebody. They didn't really care who. We just figured that'd be a dramatic ending. And Lucas didn't want to because he said he hated that movies when they did it. He's like, "You're you're with these guys the whole movie. They kill off your favorite guy. I just hate it." And Kazan's like, "Yeah, I, I hate it too." <laughs> and Lucas was like, "Well, then we don't have to do it then." <laughs> and he's like, "The point of this movie is for people to be uplifted emotionally and spiritually." And to feel good about life. That's the greatest thing we could possibly do. Yeah. Which is really funny. I remember um, reading uh, something that Brian Wilson said. and You know, when he's doing music for the Beach Boys, he wants you to feel happy. And that definitely comes across. And when you think about it, it's a lot harder to make people feel happy than it is to make them feel mad and everything. And and depressed, because that's really easy to do. And uh, uh, so Lawrence Kasdan had directed Body Heat at this point. Wrote and directed it, which is a great movie. Yeah, and Lucas produced it oh, okay. because he, you know, he yeah. wrote Raiders and Empire yeah. for him. but he didn't put his name on it because because they wanted uh, the studio wouldn't make Body Heat unless there was a name on it. <laughs> so Lucas was like, "I'll do it, but don't put my name on it," just because you know Lucas' film is a family yeah. f- family friendly thing. Yeah, and uh, Luke, uh, it's, Kasdan, like it's, it's like
1: how Disney would do like Miramax and
0: stuff. Oh yeah, know, yeah, like it's.
1: Don't, disney wanted to physically attach its name even though they were the producers of the film yeah
0: and because he wasn't even gonna hire Kazan at first because he didn't think that he would do it because he wasn't a writer anymore yeah. but Kazan did it because he said without lucas he wouldn't be a director <laughs> and he felt like he owed it to him okay which which is cool <sighs> so you want to get, get get into the movie
1: yeah, let's get into the movie. All right. I'm just sitting here looking at movies that uh, Lucas produced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. very curious. I did not know he produced uh, Tucker, the man in his dream. Yep. I like that movie an awful lot.
0: I haven't seen it ever. That's a, that's, a <laughs> couple, that's a couple of one. Uh Okay, let me see. We got the opening. We got the Death Star coming down in a very uh, very familiar. Coming over <laughs> the camera. It's a little, little bit different, but, you know. Yeah. Same thing. Um. Okay, yeah, so then we get uh, to the, go to the second Death Star. Yes. Which, so the first draft he ever had, which was the one that was so big that he had to cut it up into sections. Mm-hmm. So when, by the time they got to Jedi, they pretty much used everything. Yeah. So there was only like 30 pages of that. In the end of that uh, screenplay was the destruction of the Death Star. Yeah so it kind of messed him up because he's like well what are we going to do <laughs> so then he's like well I, I guess we could just use the test star again <laughs> and he said it was something that um, they didn't like but you know you do it and it's fine <laughs> yeah which, which totally makes sense that they would do it I mean I mean the Death Star is a great idea. Yeah. It makes sense that they wouldn't give up on it, and yeah. obviously it's in episode two, so they put a yeah. lot of stock into the Death Star. Yeah, and it makes sense that they would try it again. And yeah.
1: and and, 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 I and mean, the, the concept of like you know a planet-destroying super weapon makes yeah. like you would if, as as an evil you know megalomaniacal group of villains, it would make yeah. sense that you would want to have that in your pocket. Yeah.
0: And they don't treat it the same way in this movie. It's yeah. not like they're trying to blow up the Death Star. I yeah. mean, that's not like the whole point. The yeah. Death Star's gonna get them and something. Yeah. They they handle it in a different As, way. The, which De- is cool. the
1: Death Star's old hat. We know how to bring it down now. Which is cool that
0: hey. they don't they don't treat it like a new threat, which yeah. is which is very cool. Yeah. Is it, so, is it
1: supposed to be bigger? Yes. Okay.
0: Bigger, much bigger dust Star.
1: Okay. Because it's you can't really those, tell I, it's out in yeah, space. Yeah, it's out in space. I <laughs> mean, like when they're flying through it and stuff, it's like it feels like it's
0: bigger. Yeah. But I can't yeah.
1: really tell if it's just because you know yeah. so many years have passed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah no, no. It's, it's very cool. The uh, the half built Dust Star.
1: It's a very good looking. It's very cool. Great cool yeah. design. There's they, they, there's a really good old Lego set that uh, oh. did that and it looks very cool just little dangling bits and stuff
0: mm. it's very cool it was just going to be a matte painting at first and then in post production <laughs> Lucas was like how much would that uh, cost to build those a model?" and then the Richard Edlund was like as much as your Ferrari and he's like that's it? okay let's do it <laughs> <laughs> then everybody's like how much does this Ferrari cost? <laughs> a 1980's Ferrari <laughs> oh, my God. and uh, oh that, uh, that Imperial shuttle's very cool with the, the three wings? The three.
1: I, I've always
0: loved that ship I love design. how they go They, they up.
1: fold up and fold down. Like, when it's flying, they're down. And when they need to land, they yeah. go up, like, landing gear. I have the toy of that, and it's huge. Yeah, I have a Lego of that. And it's very cool, yeah. like, having it function that yeah. way and everything. There's, it's a good ship design. It feels like a shuttle. It, it, oh, the, yeah. the design of it, because it is a shuttle. Yeah. I mean, that's what its a pur- its purpose is to be a bus, yeah. basically. Yeah. And it looks like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the, the nose cone and everything, it looks oh, very monorail-y.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, there, there's a line in uh, when he tells a uh, moth to Jared, he's not a grand moth, he's just a moth. He's not old enough to be a grandma, but uh, it's a line I'd always use uh, at work when when a big wig was coming, because everyone's like, they're coming, they're co-, you know, they freak out and the bosses are scrambling, cleaning up, doing all the things they're supposed to do, but yeah. don't do them until the boss is coming, <laughs> and uh, and I'd always use it with my boss, because he loves Star Wars, which is, the Emperor's coming here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always, always use that line. That I love when uh, Vader, Vader says uh, the Emperor's not as forgiving as I am. You're like, wait, but Vader's not forgiving at all, <laughs> <laughs> which is a great, uh, great setup for the Emperor.
1: Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> Darth Vader is absolutely filled with like dad jokes from time to time. <laughs> like, it, it, like in Rogue One, he does this move where he's choking a, one of the characters in it, yeah. and he's like, "Don't choke on your ambition." <laughs> you're just
0: like. Yeah okay, Vader. Still v- a dad at heart. I don't, I don't know if Vader's a pun guy. <laughs> he, well, he is canonically now. <laughs> the actual intended Vader is not a pun guy. He, he there's a cool um cool uh scene that cut out from the script where he kills Moffat and he picks him up by his neck and chokes him, yeah. and he calls him a bureaucrat and kills him, <laughs> it's Just awesome.
1: Vader, not a big fan of red tape. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no. Well, you see, he's not in episode two. He's, uh, he's very anti... Uh, yeah, very,
1: he's, yeah, not a big fan of bureaucracy no, in general.
0: Let um, us see, The 3B1R2 show up to Jabba's Palace. Yes. One well, thing about Jabba's Palace that you don't really realize and they don't really show you in the movie is how... Because when you look at, like, how small the steps are, like, yeah. on, like that place is huge. <laughs> and they're, like, barely in. I mean, which is fine, but it's just funny, like, never really realize yeah. it.
1: I would like to see Jabba try to leave the palace. Like, going down some <laughs> stairs or something. Yeah. Like, that's got to be a sight to behold. Oh, uh, yeah. How does he get to that? <laughs> I, I imagine his platform moves and then they, like... I'm sure he doesn't do a lot of the physical movement himself. I'm sure no, he's got,
0: no. like... That, that's why he got so fast. Yeah, he's so and He's got a lot of those slaves. Oh, yeah, yeah, slaves doing everything. Yeah. But Bib Fortuna. Yeah, Bib Fortuna. He's very cool looking.
1: And his, and his good old pet, Salicious Crumb.
0: Yeah, Salicious Crumb. You know, uh, Salicious Crumb was just supposed to be a background guy, but they all loved him so much that they put him up on Jabba's tail just, so he could react to everything. And just
1: love his little laugh. It's a very good laugh.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, it's very good. It's
1: very much.
0: Is it, is it a Henson?
1: design? know uh, Phil Tippett I was did like, the Because puppets. it certainly seems oh, like a no. Muppet design. No, Phil Tippett did these ones. <laughs> um,
0: it was funny, once I was tri- playing a Trivial Pursuit with my friends, and uh, the answer was Salicious Crumb, and my friend Matt said, Salicious P. Crumb. <laughs> And we were like, What why does he get a middle initial and we give him hell for it for years? <laughs> and there's a making of Return of the Jedi that focuses on the monsters and Mark Hamill narrates it and he's like, Oh, there's Salicious B crumb and I'm like, What? He was right. He said P instead of B or whatever, but That's... but uh, I mean he he was totally right. It was do we, do we, I, I haven't seen we... that anywhere else except for the making. but he was he, he got it from that and he was totally right. It's funny that it stuck out to him so much. He got the letter wrong, but got the
1: heart but the yeah. cut heart of it was right. Yes, he yeah,
0: he got it, yeah. It was so also funny.
1: It wouldn't be surprised me if that was just Mark Hamill just, <laughs> just, just a- improvising on his yeah. own yeah. do we have to mention that anytime we've played Star Wars Trivial Pursuit it's always been the group against you <laughs> it's not it's never four players or something true, it's always true. three against that's, one and we true. still lose
0: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> the last couple times I played I just tanked it it's always like, how many times does Luke turn his lightsaber off in the Cloud City fight? And you're like, three, now nah, four, and you're like, yeah.
1: That's uh, that's why I hate those. Yeah, I,
0: I, it's one thing to
1: know trivia; it's another thing altogether to know, like, you know, how many thrusters are on the back of <laughs> yeah, the stuff you uh, don't. Know. Yeah, of the Tantive or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like it, I don't know. It, it's fun.
2: One, two, three.
0: <laughs> the the, the best one to play is Trivial Pursuit, just for the Phantom Menace. <laughs> Because you get that many questions for that movie. So there's a lot of behind-the-scenes, like the costume designer's assistant God, name. That's right. They put out... It.
1: That's right. Phantom Menace just had
0: everything. They had everything, yeah. Because when you play all six movies, obviously yeah. the questions are yeah. much less specific. But yeah. when you play that episode one one, that's man, it, hyper- is, it is hard. Whenever
1: it's just hyper-local... Because you always see, like, and trivia games, are... Uh, doing their thing
0: oh yeah like
1: you see like here's the, friend, the Friends one and I'm like I don't know enough about Friends
2: yeah. to be able
0: to I, I, I had, my mom got uh, me and my brother a Simpsons one oh. m- many years ago and it was like an episode 304 what does it say on the chalkboard and you're like what you're <laughs> like I don't know what episode 304 is like that one was way too specific uh, so they said Jabba's palace was the hardest room to shoot in because it would get up to 100 degrees in there because it was so small in the lights and everyone was in the prosthetic mask, so they were just dying in there. <laughs> good pictures of them with air, uh, hair dryers down their, <laughs> down their mask trying to cool those guys off. And, of course, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. He's very, very good. Very realistic. <laughs> like, you look at a lot of these puppets now and just their mouth flapping yeah. up and down. doesn't really cut it. Jabba. I mean, obviously it's the best yeah, of the time. Jabba's... He's so gross. Just so green crap falling out of his nose Just all the time.
1: Just, con- just all sorts of fluids.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's in the rolls of just yeah, fat. Yeah,
1: just disgusting. <laughs> Whenever they do
0: a close-up of his
1: face, especially when Leia's choking him out later.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a great, oh, great acting geez. from Dennis. Yeah. I think there was, so there was a guy doing his left arm, guy doing his right arm. Uh, there was a midget in his tail controlling that. Um, there was a guy re- just doing his eyes with the remote control. Yeah. And I think and there was someone smoking a cigarette below blowing smoke up his pipe. <laughs> and then I think there I think that was it. It was quite a feat of engineering. <laughs> There's that many people to work in tandem like that. Uh, let's see, then we get the Luke's message. Which I love that R2 doesn't tell 3PO. Yeah. <laughs> because he wouldn't go along with it. He just R2's never never yeah. keeping 3PO involved at no. all.
1: <laughs> I offer you these two droids. Wait,
0: what? <laughs> And then they get thrown into work. <laughs> R2-D2 is a uh, tray. Yeah, yeah, which is great. I, I love the uh, EV-99, the robot they talk to. Yeah. Because he's got one eye on the right, and then he's got two on the left, which is cool. Yeah. Like, it's always those little things in Star Wars, which yeah. just make it look believable. What was
1: c 3 pos gig in Return of the Jedi? It not really make he's it close. A, he's a
0: translator. You're just translator, and that's yeah, it? And yeah, because like, the last one, Java killed him. Yeah, the that's him or something. Well, it, it, like, I love those little imperfections. Like, if you see on Dib Fortuna's little, like, I don't know where those things are on his head, the yeah. tails that are on. Yeah, it's Tendrils. like one of them has, like, a little sore spot. And then, like, Jabba the Hutt's tail has, like, a cut on it. Like, down by the, it's, just, like, cool. Just those, like, little things really make the, the fantasy world come to life. Yeah. Or, like, one I love, like, uh, towards the end with the ATAT when it comes up, when Luke surrenders, when he goes up to that that uh, pole on the landing pad, there's three bridges, and it goes up to one. Like, it's cool. It's, like, yeah. normally in the kind of sci-fi things, it's, like, everything's made specifically to happen for that one thing, but just those things in Star Wars are just great, because it really adds just the, the texture of it to make it look real. Yeah. Yeah. And we get the new dance number. Much, much improved from the other one. <laughs> Actually, it was funny because, um, they, so John Williams tried it, and which is the song that you heard, and they weren't really that into it, and they talked to some contemporary groups. One of them was Toto, and they were trying to get something that was bizarre and unique but didn't sound like the top 40, and they just, like, couldn't really do it, and at the time, Lucas was not happy with that song. So it totally makes sense that he went back and changed it later. Because with the song at the end of the movie with the Ewok, he wasn't happy with that either. <laughs> and it makes sense. that It's always funny that special edition changes. When you read stuff at the time, he's never happy with it. And so it totally makes sense. It's not him going, oh, we have technology. Let's uh, insert it into this movie. <laughs> it's always stuff that he had a problem with. It's always trying to get it back to his original vision.
1: The Max Rebo Band.
0: Yeah, the Max Rebo Band. And uh, <laughs> the, the guy singing the little... Baron Furry guy is a Yuzum who was gonna be on Endor originally, but they couldn't. I don't know. It was just too much money and stuff because they had the long leg. It was gonna be way taller. Yeah. But they said them with the Ewoks who were tiny just to frame rates. Those just,
1: definitely look like Henson, like this, because it very much looks like the kind of oh, like God, those things are so backup. scary in Labyrinth. Yeah.
0: That weird, weird dancing thing yeah. with the blue. Yeah, that was terrifying. Yeah. Even when I watched it two years ago for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, then Leia arrives. This is the bounty hunter. Yeah. With Chewie.
1: What's her bounty hunter name?
0: Bausch. Bausch, yes. Who's very cool. It's so funny, look, <laughs> she's so tiny. I mean, Chewie's tall, but Carrie yeah. Fisher's like 5'2 yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Chewie always does, but I noticed that he has a mustache. Like, over his lip, the hair is darker, Yeah. so it looks like he has a mustache over his lip, which I which I thought was very cool. Just the the, the um, Stuart Freeborn just loving putting his mustaches on his guys. <laughs> uh, let me see. Then they, uh, Leia uh, goes to rescue Han, which I noticed uh, not too long ago. To the left of Han is a mounted tauntaun head, like <laughs> a deer. But it's in the shadows, so It is hard to see. That's fine. Makes be a, sense. You do have to be a Star Wars nerd like me. Yeah. I did realize watching uh, this time that you know you've seen Star Wars so much, but you don't have to read the subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> 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 i think i do i'm not 100 percent, but it's it's close enough <laughs> well you want to see the things that you're missing when you yeah. read the subtitles, so you gotta look up for them <laughs> I, I really love uh this first half an hour yeah, because it's like a totally separate it's standalone like, like,
1: it's, like a, it's like an episode of a TV
0: show. Yeah, like it's it's, it's cool, like a yeah.
1: miniseries or something yeah.
0: supposed to, because the rest of the movie is completely different from this whole beginning. of it. Which is how episode 3 is too. Yeah. It, that separate, the half an hour, I mean obviously more plot things happen but yeah. what, that that is what's kind of cool about this scene is it's like way more fun and like exciting because it, it doesn't really have anything to do with the plot. They're yeah. just there to get Han. Yeah. And that it, is all it is.
1: It, it's funny because it really, it's like, it's like, okay, we have to get getting Han out of the way yeah it's just something we can't bog down the rest of this movie Mm. with like this B-plot of yeah. getting of Han like having Luke doing his thing while another group <laughs> is trying to get rescue Han yeah. we'll just focus on Han at yeah. the very very start of this movie yeah for a half an hour and it, we, we'll, we'll we'll do as much as we can and then just off to the races with the with the movie itself yeah. it's like a prologue yeah I mean it, it's like it, it, it's almost built for a late title
0: card yeah really like, yeah yeah it's like, yeah. like the departed where you get the yeah. title like 15 minutes into yeah. the movie well I mean I think it was i mean obviously it's a good scene and everything but i i think it was them kind of trying to beef up the movie since the original idea was really short. Yeah. So they kind of have to put it's, some stuff in there. It's, know, it's like I mean, when it's
1: like when you get an episode of The Simpsons and it's gets the full <laughs> intro. The full intro oh, from yeah, the song. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is going to be a pretty short episode yeah. so we're going to have to give you the full yeah. couch gag. It's going to be the big long couch gag where they're doing the can-can. And yeah. everything. It's the full thing. <laughs> Chalkboard gag, yeah. all
0: of it. We need 30 just, seconds. We right? need,
1: yeah, we need as much, we need the pad time as much as we yeah.
0: can. I, mean, I don't think that's necessarily but I think that's why they... Uh, um, indulge so much into the whole Jabba thing. I mean, it's great. It's a. It's like the coolest. Half I mean, an it's hour. one
1: of those things where you can tell that that is what Lucas's wheelhouse is. Yes. Like, th- th- like given his Drethers he would probably make more movies that are just this first thirty minutes yeah. of Return of the Jedi. He yeah. just clearly likes the whole creature workshop idea. Yeah. And like, he would just be like. In another time, in another life, he probably would have worked for, like, Henson Company or something, yeah, yeah. like, making movies for them because <laughs> yeah, it, like, it seems to be, like,
0: George Lucas's dark... I mean, because that's what feels like Willow is. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, too, because he talked about how... Jedi is kind of a perfected version of A New Hope. Like, yeah. Jabba's Palace is what the cantina was supposed yeah. to be. And then the fight, dogfight at the end, is kind of it's, what the first one was supposed to be. It's just, like, much perfected. It's,
1: it's it's a person that has more money, technology, yeah.
0: and confidence. And for some reason, Lucas was really into dance numbers at this point because <laughs> there's the dance number, and then Temple of Doom has the big dance numbers. So but for some reason, he was just really into these he big, just, yeah. <laughs> extravagant dance numbers.
1: He's probably just super just, yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean, I mean he's, they're great. Right. for
1: for he's going through a lot during this time
0: yes if personally he, he just was, needs did. to escape from yes <laughs> his, his wife did tell him she wanted a divorce halfway through post-production. <laughs> So, he had to finish his movie and deal with that. and He just wants to dance. Yeah. His interviews are pretty funny for that time because he's pretty pessimistic, which um, I'm assuming has to do with his divorce. And he said it was completely out of left field. Like, he had no idea. <laughs> and they just adopted their first daughter. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
1: Does he have the ranch by this point?
2: Does he have... Uh
0: yes. Okay. I, I don't know if it's what it is like now or became later, but I know they do have it. Okay. I don't know if like Skywalker sound is necessarily yeah. what it is. Um, so let me see. Then uh, Han goes, uh, gets reunited with Chewie. Yeah. I love, we, it, I love when Han says he's out of it for a little while and everyone gets delusions of grandeur. Like he's the one holding the group together. Yeah. <laughs> which I guess <laughs> in a way he the, is. Cause he's he's the he's the glue,
1: yeah, he's the glue that's held, held this rebel alliance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for him, everyone would just be off the rails. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, is, I, I, I love the,
1: um, the distortion on, when Leia has the... Helmet on and the uh, way yeah. her voice is when she's like yes. hi- when she's like hibernation blindness, yeah, through, and everything explaining it to yeah, her. Yeah, very
0: then, very froggy. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool, yeah. It's a good it's a good
1: voice effect.
0: Yeah, it is, yeah. And Han, or Harrison Ford, I should say, does a great job being blind. <laughs> he does. He doesn't overdo it, he just never really focuses on anything. Yeah,
1: he's he's constantly looking.
0: Past everyone, or not in the right spot. Yeah, like he's th- when but not
1: like, but not like in a comedy way where no. it's like Mr. Magoo <laughs> saying "Excuse me, ma'am" to a lamp. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's him like. Jemma talks and he's looking like yeah. to the right instead yeah. of to the left. Yeah, Leia
0: just uh, course correct. He can still him. hear. Yeah, he's, like, not, he's not stupid. Like, <laughs> like but, but like,
1: if he needs to look like. I, directionally I know when some, when some directions what directions he's yeah. talking from yeah. So that it's just a little bit of com- comedic relief there, yeah but, so it, it's cool. But it's, it's like when, when like when he first gets out of there and he's like pawing up chewy and everything oh, like, yeah. you really do feel like he can't see
0: mm. <laughs> so, yeah, and he's just never really focused which is which is cool he just looks
1: so gross when he's fresh out of there because he's just he's all the thaw he's looking. because it doesn't look like yeah it's sweat it's like it doesn't look like he's like
0: oh it's not gooey
1: yeah it's like
0: it's just weird. not like fire in the sky when he's in the UFO and yeah. like crap all over him. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone remembers that movie. Yeah. I, I remember that movie so well because every
1: single comic book had an ad for fire in the sky.
0: <laughs> That's how I remember uh, looking through old comics and uh, plenty of ads for Demolition Man. Yeah. <laughs> or else that movie would be forgotten about. The great fast food wars that Taco Bell won.
1: <laughs> it's not the only restaurants are Taco Bells. <laughs>
0: Um, see, Luke, Luke shows up. Yeah, he does. Which, Mark Hamill does a great job in these movies, because he's really whiny in the first one, kind of whiny in the second one, and not at all in the third he, one. He, he's
2: he, a, he,
1: Luke has a level of confidence that he has never had before Yes, and movie. it's very and he, cool. he, doesn't doubt his abilities no. in the
0: slightest. No. No, he's very mature in this one, yeah. and Mark Hamill does a great job with it. Yeah. There's, like, no inkling of the Luke he was before, and he yeah. does a, he does a really great job. Yeah. I always thought it was weird when he uh, when he uses the force to like get the gun to shoot Jabba because yeah. I was like, wait, Jedi's don't use guns. It's not that they don't use guns; it's that they don't start fights. Yeah, it's like like Grievous or uh, Obi wan uses the gun on Grievous. Yeah, it's like obviously the fighting was already engaged. Yeah. <laughs> and It's like I mean, it's not their weapon of choice, yeah. but they're not stupid. Yeah, <laughs> they're not like Batman. They're not gonna let people shoot at him and just duck out <laughs> of the way and refuse to <laughs> just think that a rope's gonna do something. <laughs> but yeah, it, it it completely makes sense. And then the gold bikini. Yeah,
1: the infamous gold bikini.
0: Which I have seen in real life, by the way. <laughs> it's in it, uh, Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, they did a show for it. Which, yeah. which is always funny because everyone's like, oh, what's a gold bikini like? And you're like, well, without the girl in it, there's yeah, just, not, not much to look at. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's
1: not even, like, that gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's
0: always funny because, like. Growing up, and everyone always talked about the gold bikini, and I was like, "Oh yeah," because as a kid, I didn't care about that. And Carrie Fisher is not, you know, really hot. I mean, she's good looking, but she doesn't have like this like curvy body or (laughs) anything. And she's so skinny in this movie.
1: Like, the coke is really taking its toll on Carrie. Yeah, yeah. The, the uh, coke really has. Yeah, and this for Chetta here. Oh,
0: she sounds like a pain in this movie too. <laughs> she it doesn't sound like she's ever necessarily mean to anybody. Sounds like she's just really self-destructive. Like yeah. she's always just like hungover and just tired and yeah. just can't really do everything. Yeah. And she's grown up on the sets of these movies. Yeah,
1: and she's you know she, you know. Family is, you know, she's,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, it's Hollywood royalty kind of situation where, you know, she's. So it makes sense that like you get her involved with drugs and it's going to sort of become an
0: issue. Yes. Did I tell the story of uh, Debbie Reynolds calling George Lucas for the new for the first movie? I don't remember. <laughs> so they were flying to England to shoot A New Hope, and Debbie Reynolds called George Lucas and was very upset that he had her daughter flying coach and not first <laughs> class. And uh, Carrie Fisher got on the phone and told her to shut up and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is the world that, you know, she was in. Yeah. <laughs> then the rancor. The rancor. Very cool. I, I, I love, because uh, a lot of times in movies, like, let's use Star Wars for an example, like, if you have lightsaber fight after lightsaber fight after yeah. lightsaber fight, it gets old. Yeah. But when you mix up the action, it gets much more exciting and dynamic. Like, You've never really seen a monster go after somebody. I mean, the Wampa, but yeah, that's, yeah. Luke just cuts his arm off and that's it. Yeah. But it's cool with this because you've never seen that before. Yeah. So the way they outweigh the action scenes is, is really cool. Yeah,
1: because most of the monster designs and stuff are just sort of relegated to background. Yeah, yeah. And they never have,
0: like, gone, yeah. you know, like, been picked up by a monster and yeah. have them eating him and everything.
2: Yeah.
0: It, it was weird the way they shot him was, like, I don't, I don't know exactly what the numbers are, but they shot him in an extremely high frame rate.
2: Okay.
0: So when... Because it's a hand puppet. Yeah. So when Phil Tippett does it, he does it really fast. Like, <laughs> when, like, the shot of him, like, eating the rancor and looking at Luke is like two seconds. He just, like, chooses him and looks over at him really quickly. <laughs> and then they slow it down. And I don't know how this all works, but it makes him look bigger. Yeah. They originally, <laughs> Lucas wanted to do, like, a really good Godzilla where it was a dude in a suit, but it looked like crap, obviously. Because <laughs> you can't do a good Godzilla. <laughs> I
1: mean, like, yeah, in order to do. In order, a good Godzilla has to be in a Godzilla movie. Like, like in a world where there's better designs and stuff, you (laughs) just can't go for a man in a suit situation unless it's something like. It's gonna look like it. Yeah, it's gonna look like it. Like, works for Godzilla because that's the universe that it's in. Everything, anything that's bigger than a human is that.
0: So yeah, 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 exactly. Um, So (laughs) again, Trivial Pursuit again. (laughs) So when 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 Luke throws the the thing to hit the controls on the door to kill the rancor. It's like a bone? It's it's, it's a a skull. skull. But I always thought it was a rock.
1: I always thought it was a skull. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I remember losing that and being like, what? And then I had to look at the movie and go back and like, that is a skull, which makes so much sense. Because, you know. <laughs> there would be bones he, down there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that that, that that scene is like. It's like, all of a sudden turns sad. Yeah. Then you see his. Uh, the his, Rancor Keeper comes out. Yeah, just he's like crying. crying. You're like, <laughs> you're like, oh, poor, poor Rancor. Like, he didn't know any better. He's yeah. just probably abused and everything. Yeah. So he'll be angry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see, then Jabba sentences them
1: to the Isn't the, the Raincoat Keeper, like, one of those, like, that is the most common to find, like, Return of
0: the Jedi figure. Like, you just see him
1: <laughs> everywhere. It's like, nobody wants to buy that figure. It makes sense. There's one
0: I always see. It's just one of the monsters. It doesn't do anything eventful. I don't know what his name is. Maybe Klato or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Jabba sentences them. I love, uh, I love this line when Luca you know they're walking out yeah. Luke says that's the last mistake you'll ever make which is, which is, which is great then Jabba just with, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I always love that too and they uh, kind of sneak up on Jabba and he goes oh. <laughs> like when he like karate chops 3PO and everything <laughs> which is which is always great <laughs> um I'll never get over this. Every time I watch these movies I notice something in the background which is uh, never ceases to amaze me and just how much stuff is in the shots, which is just ridiculous. It's yeah, that's I was right. That's the guy I was thinking of. And that's the one I remember him being a uh, being in the insider. Yeah. Um so Lucas um always shot with, you know, two, three cameras. Yeah. Because he's an editor, so he wanted more stuff to work with, especially when he wasn't directing it. So yeah. he would always have the, the multiple cameras there. And he said the cinematographer always complains about it, just the <laughs> different lights, but it always comes out just fine. <laughs> which is funny, because, I, mean, I mean, that is I mean Lucas City shoots around the movie. In the <laughs> which is something that uh, he kind of came to grips with, with the prequels, where they would account for reshoots, like yeah. three different sets of reshoots because he, I mean, it mean, explains why they're so good. You shoot the movie, you see what works, what doesn't work, and instead yeah. of dealing with it, you go and fix those things. Now the almighty Sarlacc. Oh, wait, let's <laughs> the almighty Jabba. What? I think 3BS is the almighty Jabba. Yeah. Not the almighty Sarlacc.
1: There's, there but, is a phrase for
0: this. Sarlacc. The Sarlacc's pretty pretty mighty, though. Yeah. The pit of, like, carcoon or something? Yeah. <laughs> Which is <was> just cool.
1: <laughs> like, like, it has, like, this, like... Some sort of lore behind it for like an ancient race or something. Yeah,
0: well, it it is a kind of a good play on like quicksand or something. Yeah. It's a very Star Wars thing.
1: Yeah, but but it does definitely sound like the like the way they the way they treat it does mm. make de- definitely make it sound like one of those things like you know like some ancient like tribe or something believed yeah. in some sort of god in the desert. That's they, true. Yeah, and you know, that was probably like, but it's it was probably you know the Sarlacc, which is you know <laughs> unclear well, what it really is. Yeah. It's a, it's a beak and
0: some tentacles yeah. in the sand, which is cool because in the original it was just the hole that you yeah. had to fall into. But it's cool with the arms and like like it would get yeah. you if you were close enough, yeah. which makes it much scarier. Which because there's like the original paintings, they wanted it to have arms. Yeah. And, I mean, there there well, are arms, I but they do not do much. Remember what the pre
1: special edition was?
0: It's just was. It was hole. Like a hole
1: with some teeth in it. Or something? Yeah, and there was
0: little tentacles, but they didn't do much. it's a with teeth. Yeah, but I mean, that was the original idea was to make yeah. it much more alive. So it's good that they actually got to do that. Because yeah. it does make it much more threatening. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's much, you know, like, it gets Lando's leg and stuff and makes a great reaction sound to that. Sandworm, you
1: know. <laughs> yes, sandworm yeah, sandworm that's uh, stationary.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now, I always wondered if this was their plan to, like, get here or... Because Luke tries to kill Jabba yeah. straight from the beginning. Yeah. And it was cool reading about them discussing... The, uh, the does, story. Does, does, and,
1: oh. Do you think Luke honestly believes that the uh, Jedi mind trick will work on Java? Because he tries. That, does he try it?
0: Oh yeah, he does try. Yeah, yeah, it he does, does try, Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's so. Like,
1: because, like, because if it did, then it would just been like, okay, well, that worked fine. So you guys. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, I never. Well, it, it was cool. It was cool <laughs> reading the meeting with Kazdin and Lucas because they're talking about how Luke's plan has many outcomes. Yeah. Like the Sarlacc pit's like Plan B, yeah. but obviously, if he just came in there, killed Jabba, and walked out, that would have been great. Yeah. But there's there's many aspects to the plan, which is cool because I always wondered like, that.
1: I mean, I I, I imagine not necessarily. The Sarlacc, but I'm sure he expected Jabba to try to... You would have to know that Jabba tried to, like... You know, it's not... Because he's a gangster. I'm
0: pretty sure it's something Jabba does. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: because he's a gangster. There's not much difference to this compared to, you know, cement shoes. Yeah, yeah. You know, dropping someone into... I think this is plan D. Yeah. (laughs) I think this is the, like, well, this is our last shot. So yeah, this- yeah. I mean,
0: obviously they're accounted for because Archie's yeah. got the lightsaber ready to catapult yeah. <laughs> to Luke.
1: Lando, we really need you to really step up your game. Yeah, yeah.
0: You, you have to be. You have to work up the chain of the goons there, and you have to be on the skip that's going to push the guys yeah. over. Because we got to get you into position there. I love
1: that scene of R2 just launching the lightsaber out of it. It's oh, such a it's, cool... It's like so cool. It's this very stupid action movie thing that's going oh, yeah. on, but it works so well for this. It's oh, yeah, silly. it does. And it's funny because R2 doesn't technically have to launch it at Luke. He just has to get it in Luke's field of vision so he can force it over to oh, himself. Oh, that's true.
0: That, that, does, that does, does make it more believable. Yeah. Well, it's funny. One thing I never thought about, obviously not remembering seeing the movies for the first time was they were worried about people wondering where Luke got a lightsaber from because he lost his and then all of a sudden he has one and and Lucas was like well he's like people are going to wonder where it came from but it's not going to make them leave the theater. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because they have the scene that showed up on the Blu ray set. They
0: shot that and looks, in post production yeah, yeah. because they wanted to explain it. Yeah. But then it just didn't it, work for the movie. And it doesn't obviously.
1: even explain it. It just It just shows them
0: putting, the final, put, putting the final touches on. Touches on. It. It's like
1: yeah. I, we as like anyone can assume that he just built a new one.
0: Because
1: like, yeah. it's because ne- it's never Explained that you just can't do that. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's no, like, lore uh, outside of, you know, going forward, like, after all this with all the books and everything. Yeah. There's no lore to the lightsaber other than that it's the weapon of a Jedi. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that you just can't make
0: one. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's cool (laughs) they're talking about. Because, like, the thing that
1: you would be most interested in is the thing that they don't show you, like, where does Luke get the power source for the lightsaber yeah. and stuff he yeah, doesn't you know, show you that that's the more interesting part of that yeah. it just shows him building it and it's like well then it's nothing we, yeah. we assumed he built
0: it like, <laughs> well it's cool because they're like well how are we going to explain it and Mark 1's like oh we can just say it in a line later yeah. <laughs> and which is, Fader says I see you built the new lightsaber <laughs> and Kazan had the idea of making a different color I think so you knew it was a different lightsaber yeah. <laughs> which which was a great idea yeah
1: because it's you're never gonna you rarely see it up close except when later
0: on when Vader has it and like, that's true no, yeah you, it. you do see more than the other ones yeah. but that's later yeah. yeah and um and in the preview for it it was blue so yeah. people didn't know it was you know the green was like a surprise yeah. <laughs> which is cool I couldn't
1: have, like by the, by the time like like it's just so funny when you think of certain things being like that was a big surprise and like okay yeah yeah, yeah. but it, at the same it, it, time it's, like it's, like, yeah. I mean I have no frame of reference for it so. no no
0: it's funny I was reading a magazine that came out uh, after A New Hope and before Empire and they're like wondering what's going to happen to Empire they're like who's going to get with land and they're like who cares like we all know it, it's like <laughs> yeah. funny the things that they worried about Um. so, so with the sort of like, the uh, men kept breaking their legs or spraining them because they were just jumping into that thing which is <laughs> funny and they shot that in Yuma Arizona Huh. Yeah, this is the first Star Wars where they did anything at, at, uh, in America. <laughs> yeah, they did this, and then obviously Redwood Forest for NAR. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things, which is, I've talked about this before, where you don't hear what the people who don't speak in English say but you can figure it out by what the reaction is yeah. like when Archie's walking around with the drinks it crashed into 3PO and 3PO goes what are you doing and then he whistles and then he goes well oh, I can see you're serving drinks <laughs> it was like very literal just what are you doing I'm serving drinks <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff and obviously Star Wars does it a lot yeah. it's just so funny this, Archie's just so literal with yeah. his it's thing.
1: like what they put a tray on me I'm going around what do you like <laughs> so guys to be incognito
0: because I gotta shoot the lightsaber out of here yeah. <laughs> I never really realized how funny it was now, I don't know if it was, this was supposed to be funny so obviously Boba Fett was really cool in Empire people love Boba Fett and in this movie he doesn't do anything Just- <laughs> he does the jetpack which is cool yeah. lands gets his rifle cut off yeah he Shoots the rope around Luke. He's going to shoot Han yeah. or Luke again. Yeah. And then Han accidentally hits him and he's dead. Oh,
1: yeah. A, yeah. This half blind
0: dude <laughs> accidentally bumps into you and kills you. He, he's a yes. bumbling idiot in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. Yeah. It was kind of like uh, with the Red Guards, where I love it when you're friendly going to see them attack and then Yoda just gets rid of them like that. Yeah. Just which, pushes them out yeah of which I don't know if that was, it was supposed to be funny, but it was really funny I, when I watched it this I, time.
1: I, I think it was supposed to just be funny for that scene. I don't think yeah. it's supposed to be funny. Funny in the sense where you've never seen these guys do anything, <laughs> they're clearly highly trained because they're the ones guarding the emperor or whatever, yeah. so They gotta be the best, it's yeah, yeah. It, but instead, it's just like, oh, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, 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 that's just comic relief. In yeah. that. See, but, but with Boba, yeah. I don't know if it was supposed to be funny, but man, that's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see here. So then, uh, yeah, Lando's down there gets the arm around him. <laughs> I love it when Han he's like, wait. You can't see. And he's like, that's right, I can see a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is kind of good just uh, to see them together, because yeah. you never do. I mean, they're supposed yeah. to be friends, but you never actually uh, yeah. see, them in, see them in action. Except when Lando's baiting him. <laughs> <A> jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Jerkweed. Yeah. I always love that. What, is, what does the weed mean on that? <laughs> Jerkweed. Now, this is always funny. So... <laughs> This is I always love to point out. We've talked about this before like yeah. the in, the things that happened in like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull yeah. versus like Raiders of the Lost Ark the yeah. people were <laughs> very vocal about not making any sense. In the fourth indie movie. Yeah. Why, why is it aliens? Much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah, like well, why does he survive with the refrigerator? You're like, well, how does he survive jumping out of the raft? How does he survive how does he survive into he sur- the river?
1: How does he survive on that uh submarine? submarine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just <laughs>
0: those, those things that people yeah. point out as being dumb when they were saw the that old just, ones as kids.
1: Yeah, they're equally as dumb, it's just that you don't like the new one and can't vocalize what yeah. bothers you and so you grasping at the straws. So yeah,
0: if, and you're just older and you think yeah. about these things. Yeah. The are re- realistic yeah. in their world. But in this one is when Luke and Leia swing from Jabba's sail barge to the little one. Yeah. Makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. <laughs> now, I don't have a problem at all because that's just how Star Wars works. Yeah. But these are the little things that people point out in the prequels when yeah. it's, it's Star Wars. You, you've you aged. Star Wars has not age. <laughs> I love uh, R2 very willingly pushing 3PO over the sail barge. And then he's, like, whistling as he's jumping off, because he knows the plan. <laughs> and 3PO's just freaking out, and R2, R2, uh, he loves it. Then the Emperor arrives. Yay. Which is great.
1: Finally, like, yeah. real interaction with the Emperor, not just sort of...
0: Yeah, because in the original Empire, you don't really get to see his face. Yeah,
1: and and it's... was It's McDermott, like... Yeah, Ian McDermott. Was, was he, like... Because he wasn't the original Emperor.
0: Yeah, he, Clive Revel was yeah. the one in Empire. Yeah. And they said with his voice, they're like, we'll try and do his as much as you can. Yeah. And then he was like, or you know, he was going to try to do it. And they're like, we'll just do your own voice and we'll see what happens. <laughs> he said he was doing a combo of an English upper accent and a frog. <laughs> he was trying to... Uh, talk out of his stomach as much as possible kind of diaphragm
1: acting kind of stuff yeah
0: he said he liked the I don't know what the name of it was but Japanese actors had a way of yeah. doing that and he's like I mean I don't do that but I'm yeah. trying to do that
1: yeah um I I never get sick of hearing the Emperor talk. No. He's so, so evil. So evil and unrepentantly so. Yeah, in every way. And, and he has so many good, like, one-liners and stuff yeah. that he goes through throughout this movie. It's that,
0: so, um, conservatively over-the-top. Yeah. Which is great. Which makes it real because he's, yeah. just, he's just that evil. He's just
1: evil and evil incarnate. It's so funny.
0: Well, it's funny because, uh, I never really thought about this um, until a little bit ago, so obviously Anakin's the chosen one. Yeah. You know. And, uh, and I was wondering, like, why did the Force do that, like, at that time? I'm pretty sure it's because the Emperor, you know, became Darth Sidious, Yeah, I should say. Whatever. Senator Palpatine became yeah. Darth Sidious, And then I th- I'm assuming that the Force created... Because the Force was out of balance. Yeah. So the Force created Anakin to yeah. fight this guy. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm assuming that it was specifically for him. Yeah. Because he is the most evil thing <laughs> to everyone out there. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, but the idea back, obviously, we know how the Emperor looks like that now, but the yeah. idea back then was that he was just really, really old, yeah, like that was the idea, yeah, they wanted the yeah, just make it look like he was unnaturally old, yeah, and his makeup took four hours <laughs> to put on. And he, and he was trooper. Yeah, yeah. He was doing a play at the time, so he had long hair. <laughs> so his, he had his hair tied up behind him, and obviously the hood was on. Yeah, long. he got a hood, so it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, so it doesn't matter, but it's just funny to see pictures of him with the the face that, like, kind of stops, like, right behind right. his ears, yeah. and then he's got this long hair. So I guess his hair is red.
1: <laughs> yeah, he looks like a red.
0: Yeah. And it's cool when the Emperor arrives, because you've seen Vader's reception twice now with the special edition. It's yeah. just kind of, whatever available troops are on deck, they come over and, you know, give, yeah. them, a little, give them a little parade there. Yeah. But with the Emperor, it's everybody comes, yeah. and it's cool. Again, another one of those prequel things, because we always have to stick up for the prequels. <laughs> the, the, the few of us out there that are uh, proud to admit that we love those movies. Prequel cool Defense Force. Yeah. <laughs> the, the PDF. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, yeah, Because when you're looking down on the emperor coming, you know there's 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 some real people there, but most of that's matte painting. Yeah. Which of course everybody hates blue screen, but they have no problem with matte painting. Matte paintings are <laughs> Matt just. Kidding. It's the same exact thing, <laughs> except blue screen looks much better. Because except you they get to do the
1: except they get to do the matte painting part later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. It's funny to see pictures of that set because it's like tiny and only like a third of the yeah. shuttles wings are there and stuff. Uh, let's see, Luke goes back to Yoda. Yeah, he does. And then Yoda dies. Yeah, Luke, good timing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's able to hold off for that long.
1: Just like uh, Anakin and his mom.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's how Star Wars works. Everything's conveniently right there. Just it's, it's really how... It's how the Force works. Yeah, it's really how all movies work. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's funny. Um, so... Alec Guinness sounds like he was kind of a pain. Yeah. Because he, like, doesn't really want to come back and do the movies, but he, like, will. But he's, he's reluctantly like. reluctantly coming back at he, this point. Yeah, like, he has a lot of, um, a lot of stipulations in his contract. <laughs> so he wanted more dialogue in this one. So they took some Yoda dialogue and gave it to him. And he didn't want to That's be funny. shot against the blue screen. He wanted to be actually on set so he could <laughs> interact with the actors and stuff. And, um,. And he said it would have been mean for him not to return this time. So, that's what he did. I'm sure he made a buttload of money like he did on a I didn't didn't read that part. (laughs) When when Yoda's dying, and he says there's another Skywalker, I didn't know what he was saying forever. (laughs) Because it's so spaced out, and uh, especially on the VHS days, it's very hard to understand. (laughs) And I guess I already knew. (laughs) What what he said wasn't really that important (laughs) for me. Um, (laughs) I I love that... um, (laughs) Yoda Yoda tells him That he's his dad Yeah That Vader's his dad but I love that not only did you have to wait three years for movies, but yeah. then you have to wait like 45 minutes into the movie <laughs> for him yeah. to finally tell you. Like, yeah. They'll tell you right off the yeah. bat.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, that, that cliffhanger? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it seems that would be how it works. Like in every x file season ender where there's a cliffhanger, something happens, and then you have to wait a long time because <laughs> they introduce a new story for something to yeah. happen. But, so you're just anxiously anxiously waiting in the theater. And it takes a good half an hour for him to, to tell you that it's actually true. Uh, let me see Then the rebels All get together Getting ready to go uh, Attack the Death Star Yeah I didn't know this till I read this book But Admiral Akbar Is a puppet Oh really Far away It's a dude in a suit But all the close-ups Of him talking That's a puppet yeah. i know either did i same good with, ass puppet i know same with the Neon and nub uh lando's co-pilot yeah. he's uh he's a uh, yeah sitting up there in the, in the uh, co-pilot and that's a puppet also <laughs> that one makes more sense it, it does but i never thought of that. yeah it. yeah and i had no idea with Akbar. yeah it's funny would... that they
1: would have a full suit and a puppet
0: for i think just for the articulation of yeah. the talking <laughs> because instead of the the yeah, their lips just flapping. So up
1: when down. he's swinging around in the chair and everything, it's like that's a dude. Yeah, and like
0: and the close-ups is the puppets.
1: <laughs> so when what is it's a trap? Is that a puppet? Then?
0: Yes, <laughs> that's the close-up. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. So let me see. Then the Han and everybody lose for Endor. Yeah, I love that. Uh, they,
1: Where they're having their secret mission. Their little, little secret. Or are they like?
0: You're going to get the shield generator? You're going to get
1: the shield generator, yeah. and they got they got their camo gear and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leia's got the camo poncho. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> I love that when Chewie gets in the shuttle and only like hits his head, and he's like, and he's another example of the things you don't hear. And then Chewie growls, and Han says, "I don't think they'd wookies and men. They designed her, which is because it's too small for Chewie. Yeah, I love that um, Han's really worried about the Falcon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Lu- Luke's Luke's contemplating, like, trying to take down the you know the Dark Lord of the Sith and the Emperor and killing his dad. And Han's worried about his shit, <laughs> which is very funny. Uh, so Endor shot in the Redwood Forest in California. Yeah. And the reason they did that was Lucas said that was all they had left. <laughs> you know, they had used sand, they had used snow. Like, this was pretty much... Because it's like, I wonder, I mean, you have to shoot it somewhere. I
1: wonder, I wonder how tricky that would have been. Like, it feels like there would be, like, some... Like okay, be careful out here in the redwood forest. Uh,
0: yes, they had to tell I think so They had to tell Peter Mayhew since they're in uh, Wookie, or I mean, Bigfoot country for him not to yeah. wander because he could get shot. <laughs> <Sean, laughs> so they, they did have to be very careful yeah. on that.
1: <laughs> would have been, that would have been a heck of a story to tell.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> so what happened?
2: Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a creature, uh, or a story from a creature of the Black Lagoon, where the, <laughs> the guy he was the creature. Uh, I forgot where they filmed that. And, yeah. uh, and he had to go to the bathroom, which I'm assuming number two, since he was already in the water. So yeah. he, he came out onto a beach, and there was a mom with her kid. And they saw him emerging out of the water, and she freaked out and took off. And he said he never heard anything about it, but he was still in full costume. Does
1: somebody out there for the rest of their life truly believed that they witnessed that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
0: the real what, creature from the black. Like,
1: Do they see the movie later at some point? I wonder how that person like would have reacted. Like, I, I, was, w- I
0: would love to hear if that was love, that person. I would
1: love to follow up with
0: yeah. that. So we got a speeder bike chase. Yeah, kind of the uh, the highlight action set piece of this one, the the pod
1: racing of
0: that's true. <laughs> the yeah, a- yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's very cool scene. This also, what was that arcade they had? It was the special edition arcade. It was the trench run. Yeah, the at the hot uh, battle, and then this. And then this yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had the th- the three levels. It was cool the way they shot this. Was a steady cam. For the POV shots, and, or just for all the, yeah. you know, all the speed rock stuff. And it shot at one frame a second, so when they sped it up, it looked really quick.
1: I always liked, uh, like Leia's, like, infantry hair, where she, like, has braided. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true, yeah, are, yeah. Like, yeah. like, now she's actually in the trenches. She's actually, like, doing something.
0: Yeah. The, the, the rebels have a hair and makeup person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, we, we gotta make your hair functionable here. But, you know, fashionable, yeah. so you can't just tie it into a ponytail. <laughs> that won't look good. Maybe, maybe all that space travel, you know, we don't know how much time it really takes. Maybe she's just screwing around with her hair because yeah. she's just bored back there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love it. And then it gets blown out by the end. Like yeah, it just just got of all it's all frizzy. Yeah, frizzy <laughs> in, in, her, in her face. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love it uh, when Luke hits the brakes yeah. on the scooter bike. It's like... Which makes, yeah. which makes so much sense, because in every car chase in a movie, the bad guy's right behind him, ran the side of him, and like, just hit the brakes, they'll fly behind you, yeah. you can turn around, yeah. and of course Star Wars did not yeah. Then we get to the Ewoks. The Ewoks. I love the Ewoks. Wicket
1: and all the good ones. Yes. I do remember their names.
0: low gray Pablo, uh, I don't know why, maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong, I don't know. Uh, Chief Chirpa. Um... I think it's all I remember. Those are all the toys I had. Those are all, those are all the ones. That yeah, I only
1: reason you remember, remember any names is because it was on the toy packaging. On the toy, yeah.
0: That's why the prequels. I don't know them as much. Yeah. They, well, I had a lot of those toys. But yeah. Not all of them.
1: The packaging went away a lot faster. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sure, yeah. And there was a lot more of them. Yeah.
0: Um, so Kenny Baker, who plays r yeah, was supposed to be Wicked, but he got food poisoning from a chili dog. <laughs> <laughs> so so he couldn't be wicked. So Warwick Davis stepped in, who was eleven years old yeah, at the time.
2: Yeah.
0: And um
1: still getting work. Yes. Still yeah. doing everything Star yeah. Wars that he can. Have
0: you seen his TV show, Life's Too Short? I've it's very I've seen it, like clips. It's sometimes. very funny. Yeah. It's a uh, kind of the Kirby enthusiasm where he's playing himself and he's just yeah. like a total dick. It's really funny. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's complaining that his wife's too fat, and yeah. she's like really skinny. It's it's very funny, but so this is a new thing I uh, rediscovered. So the costumes were form fitted to the performer, yeah. you know, for the Ewoks, and originally Warwick was gonna be Pablo. I mean it's P A B L O, Pablo, Pablo yeah, that, yeah. which was the guy that jumps on the speeder bike yeah. that distracts him when they're the shield generator. Yeah, yeah. So that was gonna be wicked what we know is wicked now but so that ewok was gonna be who meets leia that look but since it was warwick davis so it was funny that it like changed the look of the the ewok which i didn't really realize (laughs) (laughs) they said those uh, costumes were really really hot and and it was really hot when they were shooting in there (laughs) it's southern
1: california or not northern california yeah Yeah, i
0: mean i think it's in the summer (laughs) so they said <laughs> the midgets would just pass out, but it's funny because the faces want to change, and you just see a little Ewok just. Oh no! <laughs> Timber.
1: Oh, that's
0: a... so <laughs> <laughs> funny to see him with you know no uh, yeah, eyes no, rolling back. Yeah, there's or... no,
1: there's no like focal point to draw. You just see this Ewok tipping over. <laughs> He's like, did he trip? Yeah. Is he moving? It's <laughs> not moving. Okay, let's get the suit off of him.
0: <laughs> I love. Um, I love how jumpy Wicked is, which is great because it reminds me of like a cat or a dog where they're always just like jumping at these things that they don't really know about. They
1: have really cute designs all around.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it does maybe because uh, even people when they're making the movie like the special effects guys thought that you walked were stupid because they're these cute little teddy bears yeah. that were that were fierce. But if you're a cat person, cats are these cute little things, but they are fierce creatures. <laughs> <laughs> so it does make sense. They like you and still will like maul your hand too. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny to look at my cat Honey, who is not here right now for some reason. Uh, she's always she's always hanging out with us. But uh, it's funny to look, look at her face, and she's a very cute cat. And just to many little creatures, that is the face of death. Yeah. <laughs> the last thing you'll ever see is this little, this little gold glowing eyes of, this, of Satan itself. Yeah. So it's funny. Just because just something's cute doesn't mean it's not yeah. terrible and fierce. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I love that Ewoks are very fierce. and Because yeah. they're you know like a dog or a cat yeah. where they will take on something that's five times its size yeah. and not care, which they, is what I always love about the Ewoks.
1: Cool, rigging up their their moon
0: to <laughs> the satellite.
1: Yeah, to, to to fight giant robots.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they go at it, and most of their stuff doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, their primitive primitive ways do work, but not everything works, yeah. which is another thing that makes it very believable. And there's
1: nothing more sad than the scene in this movie where the one. Ewok is like Don't even bring it up. Don't even bring it up. <laughs> trying to wake up his dead friend. It is the most
0: devastating thing. My, my good friend Hagen always fast forwards through that. <laughs> <laughs> he he can't stand to watch it. Oh. Although when the Ewok does go to it, the, the guy's still making noise, so he could still be alive. In, in my mind, he's still alive. He's just <laughs> hurt. He's just hurt. Very,
1: very
2: hurt.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, that is a cool scene the show that one dies. I mean, yeah. you know, that they don't come out unscathed. Yeah. You don't need just. Han dying, and Ewok dies. That's That should cover you for the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> there are consequences to the yeah. actions. So, in George Lucas' original rough draft, you know, they had the, the fight with the Death Star, uh-huh. and the Wookiees were what they found yeah because Chewie wasn't the wasn't the co-pilot but the whole point of the ewoks was was that they were primitive didn't have technology but he loved the wookiees so much that he made chewy an important role so he couldn't use Wookiees when they went here so you know cause they so were this was theoretically
1: kashik at this point
0: yeah yeah so so we just kind of cut them in half and called them ewoks <laughs>
1: <laughs> little little Wookiees.
0: yeah so so again again my cat honey um <laughs> it's a line me and, my wa- me and my wife always use, which is <laughs> when uh, Wicket looks up and when they hear the Star Trooper, but they don't know it yet. Because, yeah. you know, cats do that all the time, yeah. where they start something that you don't know about. And I always use the Wicket line where he goes, I can't <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, Imagine that's what uh, the cat's thinking. <laughs> now, the Ewok's blinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was new. Actually, his eyes are all new, which I noticed, because you can see the whites of his eyes, like on the sockets and everything. Yeah. It's... So, they tried very hard to get the Ewoks to blink. But again, Stuart Freeborn, taking forever. <laughs> they, they couldn't figure out how to do it. And they just had to go without it. Because Lucas said they're not alive until they blink. But again, that was a the thing that they tried forever. And it really does make it look much better in the yeah. movie. He looks much more alive. Yeah.
1: he also had really good looking eyes.
0: Yes. Like, even yeah, like when yeah. they
1: were just before pre-blinking, really yeah. good eyes. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're very realistic. Yeah, yeah. Stuart Freeborn's, Freeborn's great. Yeah, just slow yeah very slow he's an old man he doesn't I don't think he has, he's English he doesn't have that sense of urgency that we Americans have
1: he's gotta have his tea
0: all his breaks uh, let's see Han and Luke get caught by the Ewoks <laughs> that's right yeah. which is uh, which is always very funny just Han Solo interacting with these little guys
1: yeah the, he, the, this guy that already doesn't want to be here is now just like I definitely I, I want to be here even less now
0: Just <laughs> has to, has because to they, submit to these yeah, little things
1: because they got him on like spits like they've got them like arms and legs towed up on those
0: spits. Yeah, they're, like, yeah they're in the net yeah they're,
2: they're,
0: <laughs> r2 just cuts yeah. Without even thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I never really thought about this, but it makes sense that they would think 3PO's a god. Yeah. i have never seen anything like that yeah, before. Just, and,
1: and, like, you know, there's always the stories, like, of, like, when you read, like, old ancient texts and stuff. Mm. Like, you know, a golden something. Oh, yeah. You know, a yeah, shining golden god or something like that. And, uh, and they have an actual, you know, six foot literally golden creature <laughs> approach you oh, that can true. speak any language yeah he can talk directly to these people yeah and uh, and yeah yeah never met never seen this guy before he can be talk to you yeah never seen that's anything be, like it yeah that's gotta be something wild
0: yeah. yeah which is cool I love that somebody finally appreciates 3 B L. yeah so, <laughs> so, somebody's finally looking up to him instead of talking down to him yeah <laughs> Uh, and then they get back to the ewok base which is so cool yeah like, just the giant tree houses and it's huge like when you look at it like the little huts that are like built on the side of the trees yeah. and all the bridges and they, the ropes are
1: I've, just love that you have the play set yeah and then they re-released it later for uh Robin, Robin. <laughs> yeah. just like the just like, same
0: exact thing
1: like, all right cool yeah why not once once yeah if only they could have found a way to do like that Death Star playset from back in the day. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That was a pretty basic one. Yeah. Um, one more really cool thing about the Ewoks is how different they all look. I mean, there is like not each a one, duplicate. Yeah,
1: each one is its own unique design.
0: Yeah, right? like you look at the band of the Cantina. They all are exactly They're the exactly same. same. Yeah, we see Greedo's. They all look exactly yeah. the same. But the Ewoks all look completely different, which yeah. is really cool. They really did a good job. Yeah, on even this, the Wookiees.
1: They all look like when you when you finally get to see the Kashyyyk in
0: Yeah, Episode Three. They all look relatively
1: they may have different braids or something, but for the most part the mm. body and hair all look relatively the same. Yeah,
0: I mean yeah. yeah yeah, they're different enough, but I mean the Ewoks yeah. are really have yeah. personality in their yeah. face and they're like different noses and yeah. some of them have buck teeth and some of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's really cool. Um See, 3PO tells the story, catches the audience up, on we'll have an uh, last two movies.
1: <laughs> the scene of him telling the story and doing the sound effects and stuff. I always
0: thought R2 was providing the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure. He could be. I don't know. <laughs> but
1: it's so good. It's such a well-done scene because it's just so silly and kind of unnecessary. Yeah. But I do like the idea of him. Like He is trying to propagandize the Ewoks because he would like... Because like, yeah. after this story... They are all in.
0: Yeah, they. They have to free, convince them to yeah. join their cause.
1: Yeah, they free them, and they're all in on the war. It really yeah. is him propagandizing these Ewoks. And <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It plays yeah. out so well. Yeah, and like we said, you know, ten minutes before they were getting ready to eat
0: those two. They were gonna eat them. They were yes.
1: gonna eat them. They had them on spits. They were ready <laughs> to.
0: They were getting the wood for the fire. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they were gonna like, eat it in three PO's honor.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always came out to three PO just like. Witness watching this with friends, <laughs>
0: I, I assume the Ewoks were going to kill him first. They were going to burn those guys alive. <laughs> they were going to. There was no mercy going on there. <laughs> oh, man, and see, then Luke tells Leia, "It's actually cool because Luke and Obi Wan never actually say." Yeah, they say, you know, "So search your feelings." Then he says, "My sister has it." Then you know they both realize yeah. it, which is, which yeah. I would say is the Force. Yeah, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, because Leia clearly by this point already has like.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which we, is cool. It
1: was. A, I felt like I knew that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and it goes along with. Um, now, obviously, this is because it was written in in, in the eighties, um, or not the eighties, but just you know, twenty years before yeah. before the prequels. But you know, she remembers her mom. Yeah. Which in Lucas's original idea, she was six months old when her mom died. Yeah. Now. When you're a baby, six months old, and one yeah. second old isn't much of a difference yeah. in your memory. But yeah. but it makes sense that she would remember her through the force. Through the force, where she doesn't really remember her, but she does have just force a, memories a, or force, whatever.
1: Force exists, like and they delve into that and like expanded stuff a lot more. Like th- oh, yeah. the force because the force lives in everything; it lives in everything. You can, if you're adept to it, you can feel the force out of, out of an inanimate object because it was something that belonged to.
0: Yeah. Well, Lucas explains the Force to Lawrence Kasdan here, and he says the Force is something that everyone can do, but the Jedi's are the only ones that have developed it. Yeah. But he said it's just like yoga. Yeah. Like, everyone can do yoga, but just whether you take the time to actually learn it or not. Yeah, yeah. But, which completely makes sense, because, like, um... Yeah, because the rebels in the New Hope, they I made mean, the Force be with you. Like everyone's yeah. talking about the yeah. Force, so it makes sense. Because I remember uh, people for some reason, because well, Star Wars fans are complete idiots, but <laughs> they thought that the Skywalkers only had the Force, which doesn't make any sense. I mean, the Skywalkers are really strong with the Force, yeah. but I think everybody has the yeah. Force. Yeah, that bloodline is like
1: yeah, but like there's like yeah, there's hints of other people like being sensitive to it throughout the history of star wars and they, they expand upon like with the new movies they expand upon it a little more mm. which is nice to see to actually kind of show that the force isn't just relegated to you know yeah. jedi like everyone can everyone can maybe there may be moments in your life where you feel it but you don't know what that is exactly yeah and so yeah
0: just like anakin was yeah. a really good uh, a pilot yeah
1: he didn't know how to like why he was a good yeah, pilot at such things, a young age yeah
0: he could see things before they happened but he didn't yeah. know he, he was seeing things yeah, before they could yeah. happen he just had that he had good instincts yeah, or whatever things like
1: you know in the star wars universe something like deja vu yes or like you know a, a bad dream or something yeah. or like a primit- like when you get that gut feeling or something yeah in the star wars universe that could just be like you don't have to be a jedi to yeah. not get, be able to get those you could just be sensitive to it yeah at a given point or like if you're having a mental issue or something like you're yeah. anxious or something like you know it makes sense that that's how
0: the force would work yeah exactly yeah and some people are stronger with the explain with the chlorians. why some people are stronger but everyone i think everyone has a little bit of that in them yeah just because in the star wars world that's how it works it's cool is in everything yeah exactly yeah surrounds us and (laughs) yeah just like just like yoda says
1: yeah every living thing is you know with, with, yeah, with the force, force is everywhere. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Which it, it's funny with the uh, the emperor using the lightning because I mean it always made sense, but if you think about it in terms of you know friction and you know lightning, and yeah. all that electrons, all that stuff is in the air. So for you to manipulate that and that which makes sense with using the force where yeah. the force is in the air, you use the force with your hand and then you can grab stuff and pull it. It's it'll, and it'll and make it's sense.
1: strictly considered a Sith thing because what advantage would be being able to manipulate electricity in the air other than a attack <laughs> uh, other, other than an offensive move. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> which the Jedi do not. Mm. They don't train in offensive. They no.
0: train in de- like, you know, defense. D- defense. Yeah. Never attack. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, now, I have already said this but Once the fighting has started, it doesn't really matter what you do, because if you look at every single fight Obi-Wan's in, he throws the first one every time he attacks
1: first. Well, it's funny to see, like, especially in the prequels, you can actually see the progression of Mace Windu is a perfect example Mm. of how the Emperor is breaking down the Jedi, Uh, because by the first one, he's like a monk, you know, he's just like, and And by the time you get to the third one, he's like, nope, killing him, don't care, it's like, that's just... The Emperor has broken down the Jedi, especially high yeah. ranking Jedi, so much
0: that much, he's. Much, much like what's going on in the government right now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's being reduced to react to these terrible yeah. things. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> also, in Trump's face, just like gets all like.
1: Super wrinkly. He's like,
0: the Jedi have scarred and deformed me. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. I have the, the best scars. <laughs> he's like, every single Jedi is now an enemy. That that I can tell you.
2: <laughs> Believe me, they all they all have little penises too. I might I might, I might say that. <laughs> no, I'm not, People are
0: saying that they have small penises. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, say, not, I'm not. saying that. Not I'm not I'm saying, that. Not saying <laughs> that. But people are saying that. Just just be just the biggest
1: creep you possibly could. He would. He
0: he would. He'd be yeah, a Weird set. He'd be a weird emperor. Just yeah. Pedophile. Just, yeah. Just everything you could do. Everything you could do. I never knew if the uh, Sith were celibate or not. I would well,
1: according to uh, uh, Rise of the Skywalker, no. Nope. <laughs> so.
0: That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah anyways, <laughs> we could go into a whole thing of that. Yeah. Well, there's only th- four Sith we ever know about, yeah. so then we don't go too deeply into two of them. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then uh, Luke surrenders the Vader. Yeah. Which is very cool because Luke's whole thing, because the Jedi want Luke to kill Vader. Yeah. And it's cool because he's like, no, I'm going to turn him because he's still good. Yeah. Which is cool because the Jedi That's, are, that's
1: really the Jedi way. It yes, really yeah, would be what they... Yeah, because the Jedi again, are, by this point, the Jedi have been broken
0: completely by yes, the Yes, and they're just kind of using Luke because they're yeah. like, we're not going to tell him he's his dad because then he won't want to do it. So let's just get him to go kill him for yeah. us. So it's cool that Luke uh, it's, does... It's
1: the... When... When... Obi-Wan does the well it was true from a certain point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very good line because yeah. it really is like I wasn't lying. I just was, you know, yeah. F- yeah. from a point of view, yeah. he did kill your father. Yeah. Yeah, which
0: is I mean Vader even, you know, says Anakin means nothing to him anymore yeah. like yeah. He, Vader took over Anakin, so. Yeah. Well, it's cool Luke does all these uh, kind of trusting things. Like, he turns his back to Vader. Yeah. Even when Vader turns on a lightsaber, yeah. <laughs> he's still, like, you know, he's showing, doing all these little trusting things, which is yeah. cool. Because he's trying to turn him good. Yeah, I,
1: I like the scenes leading up to, like, introducing Luke to... The Emperor. Like, if it's just Vader and Luke, no fighting, there's no arguing, there's no lightsaber battles, no nothing, and it's just them. Talking, Yeah. It's very cool because it becomes a sort of father and son moment in a very oh, yeah. weird way. yeah. And, like, to the thing where he's, like, admiring his new lightsaber yeah. and stuff. It's all very weird and interesting, but, like, it makes sense, especially with Luke, as you're saying, is doing all of these things to sort of drop Vader's defenses. Yeah. It's like being overly trusting for whatever reason. Because yeah. like, Vader, at this point, probably still thinks he has a chance with
0: Luke. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, Vader is trying to turn Luke to the dark, dark side so they can kill the Emperor, because Vader can't do it himself. Yeah. The Emperor is trying to turn Luke to the dark side right, so, so they can, can kill uh, Luke Vader. <laughs> so they each are trying to yeah. use Luke for their own thing because yeah. they want to take each other out. Because yeah. the Emperor was investing his new Sith apprentice into Anakin Skywalker yeah. who was the most powerful. Yeah. Then he gets all messed up. Yeah. And then he kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> or he's not what he was once promised yeah. to be. Yeah. So Still Song of the Force but not physically able yeah, to do everything.
1: Yeah, he, he would have wanted a able-bodied Jedi to be able to flip around and do all of the incredible stuff that Yeah. that, you know,
0: he could do. Yeah. You know. But. So Rebels leave for the Death Star. Yeah. Good old everyone going to hyperspeed. Yep. Always a good scene. Oh, yeah. Very cool, yeah. And then Luke and Vader see the Emperor, which is, of course, probably one of the best or my favorite images from uh, any Star Wars movie, which is when they come up from the elevator because you get Luke and Vader, which are shadowed, and yeah. then you get the Red Guards who are, like, the coolest things yeah. in the world. Yeah. Very, and those lights are so cool. Yeah. Um, I... Th-
1: th- Everything from here on out that the Emperor's taught when he talks is just always like a really good line. Yeah. There's so much good stuff with the Emperor, like when the way his line delivery of like would be quite operational. Is
0: <laughs> he's like kind so, of laughing when he It's so
1: it. demeaning. Yeah. It's so good. And like when they clash lightsabers with his face behind it, and he's just like, yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> laughing.
2: Yeah,
0: he's like, this is what I wanted. The light. Yeah. So. I don't know if you noticed this, but his like, tower that they're in is supposed to be, look like the Jedi Temple. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to look like those towers. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Religious force thing, I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay, so this is cool. I think pretty much everybody's seen the picture of his throne room. throne room was supposed to be in uh, lava. Yeah. So it was supposed to be like, underground. Okay, well, this is cool because this is the original idea for Jedi, Lucas's first draft for it. So the reason he came up with the lava was so they could easily kill the Emperor by throwing him in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when they were discussing it, you couldn't really rationalize why they would be right there next to Lava the whole time. And he's like, the audience is going to know that the only reason it's in there is to kill the Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> and and so they wanted... So originally, the Jedi... So there was two Death Starts being built. Yeah. I don't know if they were little smaller or whatever. So Endor was the moon for the capital, yeah. which was called uh, Had Adonon. Ad- And that was Coruscant, so I'll just call it Coruscant from here on out. So they were going to go to Endor, (laughs) and they were going to take the shield generator down for the Death Star, go on the Death Star, and blow up Coruscant. (laughs) to wipe out the Empire (laughs) once and for all. So that was the original plan.
1: Weird kamikaze mission?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so that was what they were going to do. That was the original idea for it. But the only reason that they had Coruscant in it was so they could have that throne room, you yeah. know, for the lava. And they wanted to... Sh- it was going to be... I mean, <laughs> you look at the drawings, and it looks just like what it is now. There's even yeah. one that they use in Episode 3 that is exactly identical to the painting. <laughs> and it was supposed to you know be, be a symbol for a mechanized world gone wrong. Yeah. So that was the original idea, but...
1: Which th- is what, like, in terms of the lore, what Mustafar why like Mustafar is a lava planet because oh, yeah. it is a mechanized world gone wrong because uh, it's you know they're harvesting that's why it's now just this barren ashen oh, yeah. lava planet it was much more than that beforehand yeah <laughs> but you know the empire comes in yeah yeah um, <laughs> it makes it even worse and now
0: it's <laughs> now it's Vader's home base <laughs> like, yeah well I and mean, then Lucas is talking about it yeah. and they're like well wh- why would a completely primitive planet be next to the most civilized <laughs> advanced planet and and, uh, and then he's like, well, I guess you could just, you know, they're talking about it. And they're like, well, we put the ember on the Death Star that could take out the planet. Because that planet was going to be way too expensive to make at the <laughs> time. So it, it, it's funny. It's like, when you, whenever you're in a rough draft of anything, it's like, it's yeah. all there. Yeah. But then there's these things. I mean, if you've ever made anything. Yeah. Uh, and then you somehow come up with these ideas. It just simplifies everything. Yeah. And you're like,
1: when did I think of that in the first place? I like the... I want to know what endor is <laughs> what's the planet endor
0: <laughs> oh you mean just what is the planet yeah what's the planet because all we ever see is one of its moons oh the planet endor that's right that's yeah. right I, I think the forest moon of endor yeah that's true yeah it's the yeah. forest moon of, of endor. endor that's right yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> unless
1: of endor means like he is endor <laughs> yeah or like endor is like some deity, ancient, like, something, or it's like, you know. It, the word
0: Endor is actually from the Bible. I don't remember what it was, <laughs> but uh, that's what it's from. Um, I love uh, Luke wearing all black. Yeah. Because in the first one, he's wearing all white, and then in the next one, he's kind of wearing tan, tan, and then no, he's no, all black, he's black. so kind of shows he looks mature. Um, and
1: I'm Lu- assuming it's supposed to be a bit of a misdirection in a little... It is. A, yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> Lucas
0: said he wanted you to think he could turn to the dark yeah. side because so, he wanted to make him look like Vader. Yeah. 100% on that one. Except he's got the weird like lapel, fold-over lapel, like he's an old
1: British soldier. Yeah,
0: it, it's funny because when he's talking to Leia, and before that he's wearing black, and it kind of looks like what Anakin wears in Episode 3, where yeah. he has like, the little vest thing, yeah. it looks like... Uh, not wool, but it's very uh, yeah. bumpy fabric. And then this is like some like polyester, like really, yeah. really streamlined kind of thing. And I, I, I don't know when he switches it's or like why he switches. Like he just to... got a
1: uniform, that yeah, it's like
0: pretty much the same. <laughs> it it, it but may that. just
1: be the same thing. Like we were just saying with Luke trying to misdirect Vader a little bit, make him feel comfortable, making making him think that that's still a possibility that maybe Luke is. Uh, yeah. And to have a costume like that. So yeah. That helps.
0: Well, it's funny that it looks the same, but not... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I don't know why. So, let's see, Han and the Ewoks get to the shield generator. Yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, then the... Uh you walk. You walk on the speeder bike because you can just barely drive it. He's yeah. like flying in the air and everything. I always love the scene of the two logs destroying the ATS-T. Oh, it's so cool! The little chicken walker. <laughs> the, the, the sounds great. Oh, chicken walkers are great. a boom, boom, boom. Yeah. yeah, I love those. I love the look because it looks like a head on yeah. there because it has like a chin and the eyeballs and yeah. stuff. And it's a it's a very very cool design. Yeah, I like it a lot.
1: Oh, it, yes. as we know, as well established. I'm a big fan of the walkers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, like, yeah, I like the uh, I like the ATSTs more. <laughs> I don't know why they're just they're they have a cool looking. Really,
1: because they're bird like. I, I think there's something very enjoyable about watching like them move. Oh yeah. And I think the stop motion on them is a little more chaotic.
0: Mm. Which yeah, the legs are kind of funky the <laughs> yeah. way they walk. In the toy, it had a had a little walking mechanism, and then you slide it to one side, and the leg one goes down farther than the other. And then there's a button on the back that you press, and then that goes the legs yeah. go up and down like it's walking. Yeah. That was that was a cool one to do. Uh, let me see so the rebels show up and the shields are still up yeah which uh, has one of my favorite bits of music in there yeah the very uh, yeah da, 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 da. that's like yeah. it starts out real real quiet and small and then it gets bigger and bigger which is yeah. cool you'll find that the
1: space station is quite <laughs> operational <laughs> he, he, he's, he, he
0: loves it so much he's so
1: happy that his he, his big scheme worked out in the end it does work out
0: yeah <laughs> I never realized because they turn around and the Star Destroyers are there yeah. And I was like, "Wait, where were they?" But I guess they're in light speed right behind them yeah. and they just like shoot up. There was a cool um cool scene in the the early draft where the Falcons going to go on Endor, but they don't want to be caught by the by the Empire, so they come out of hyperspeed in Endor's atmosphere, so it looks like a burning asteroid in yeah. the sky because <laughs> yeah. it's like on fire. Yeah. Which is which is very cool. Um, let me see what we got here. Oh yeah, uh the special effects are really good in this movie they're like like i said or like lucas was saying it's, it's a perfected a new hope yeah. really and there's like so much more going on like because there wasn't really many leaps with special effects they could just do what they were doing a lot better yeah <laughs> and it looks so good there's like a lot in the background there's uh just like drawings of the ships on like not paper but you know whatever they use yeah. and like one sheet of it and they just move the whole sheet <laughs> around to make it and you can see it if you're looking closely <laughs> Uh, let me see. Then the Empire takes Han captive. You get the, the ATSD walking around. Yep. Um,
1: I always like the Han, like the shrug, like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they come back out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, so the reason that um, Lucas wanted the Ewoks to be uncivilized, technologically speaking, <laughs> is that um, it, it's something that's happened in history because he wanted the the non advanced society to beat the advanced society because he said that was happening in Vietnam at the time and Attila the Hun overran the Romans and the Americans beat the British and And, if the will of the people is stronger and they're in it they will beat the mechanized people so so yeah
1: like you know because like he he said like Vietnam there was a lot of it was a lot of just like practical traps and stuff you know caves and Bamboo spikes and like traps and things, as opposed to Americans, which were like planes and tanks. And, yeah, and, and you're on their yeah. home turf, and oh, yeah. they know it, and we don't. Yeah, you so. know, even stuff like you know, uh, you know, go the 300.
0: You know that oh, whole yeah. thing and stuff yeah. like
1: that, like you know, outnumbered, but you know, if you know what you're doing, you know what you're doing. And yeah, like, exactly. Yeah,
0: to a certain extent. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so that was the whole idea, and that w- that was because they fought for a long time to keep the Ewoks in the movie because yeah. Endor was causing them all these problems, and guess, Lucas really wanted that theme in there because that was <laughs> what it was all about for him. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, Star Wars started off, you know, in the in the realm of Vietnam and that sort of concept, and to just sort of, you know, yeah, keep that theme just. In, you know,
0: running in the background just totally, as yeah. little as he can but yeah. it's still there. So the Ewoks uh, so the Rebels are screwed yeah. and then the Ewoks come and save the day. Yay! <laughs> which I never really realized when they're the shield generator and they do the, the, the speeder bike thing Wicked takes off. Because Wicked sees that they're in trouble and he goes and gets everybody. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for Wicked they would be screwed. Yeah. Which, is, <laughs> which is really awesome. Because they don't plan on that happening. No. <laughs> and then Wicked yeah w- Wicked saves the day. Um and, and and I also love that um, everybody underestimates the Ewoks. Yeah, like yeah. Han's always constantly, you yeah. know, <laughs> talking crap about them, which which does make them more believable because he's kind of saying what the audience is thinking. Yeah. I mean, I always thought that Ewoks worked, but pr- when I got older, I found out that people, some people, didn't like the Ewoks, <laughs> which isn't that nerd lore like you can like the Ewoks now.
1: No, I think the Ewoks have always. I mean, like. It it was more at the time than it was for, like, our group growing
0: up with the Ewoks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when Luke was making it, he's like, "Eh, the older kids are going to have a hard time buying this. And they they did a lot with, like, editing and everything to try and, like, have that balance of making them believable.
1: Yeah, they eat the Stormtroopers, I mean.
0: They do, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I I got a whole section of Yeah, and like I said, it's cool that the Ewoks do a lot of things that don't work. Yeah. You know, like, they're... Got the ropes on the ATSD leg and it yanks them and then yeah. they, they just keep trying and it doesn't really work on Yeah. Then um, yeah, you already brought up that. Let me see. So then the, the Emperor uses the Death Star laser because yeah. it, it is in fact operational. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't know if this is intentional but when you see the New Hope when the Death Star laser shoots like the three or four separate bolts come out. Yeah. And then one bolt shoots out of the middle. Yeah. But in this, the bolts come out, and then from the Death Star, the big bolt shoots out. Yeah. Which I don't know if they did on purpose, but it looks like it's a stronger laser because it looks like the power. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which I always like that. Looks much, much stronger. And then I love uh, uh, Lando's idea of getting so close to the Star, star Destroyers yeah. that the Death Star laser can't hit them, or yeah. they'll take them out with them. Like, yeah, I always love those uh, those little simple things. It's so
1: funny that they're going to use the Death Star like this planet destroying laser, just, just screw up some ships. And, I mean, those ships are big. Yeah, <laughs> the ships are giant. They're
0: all very weird looking too. They have like little like bumps on them and yeah. just like all that kind of stuff. Uh, so let me see. Luke uh, finally takes his lightsaber, fight, or, like, lightsaber out to fight the Emperor. Right? Yeah. Kill the Emperor. Yeah. And then Vader. then The part you talked about. Yeah. Uh, Ian McDermott said it was very hard to act with David Prowse because his <laughs> voice and speech pattern are nothing like James Earl Jones. <laughs> so it kept throwing him off so he had to learn Vader's line so he could hear James Earl Jones' voice in his head. Yeah. And David Prowse was very mad that he was not going to be Vader unmasked. <laughs> He was very upset about uh, it. I,
1: I would picture that. I mean, like, you know. <laughs> spent a lot of time and effort in this really bad suit. You know, for In terms of yeah. you know, something to wear. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> and, I don't think you're only really old enough to be Luke's dad. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, you know, Ian McDermott didn't look like that either. He could have just put some makeup on him. Mean, That's true, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, well he's a really bad actor, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't if, I don't know if they didn't want to tell him that. Yeah. He almost wasn't in this movie because he just kept spilling the beans on secrets, so. Um, and now, this scene's very cool. This is the, definitely one of the more obvious, um, mirroring that Luke and Anakin have. Yeah. Where the Emperor's Throne Room looks like where Anakin, Anakin and Dooku fight in episode three. Yeah. And the Emperor's sitting in the chair and everything. But it's, it's, it's very cool how they mirror each other and they, like, go through the same things, but they don't really... Go through them in the same way. Yeah. Like I feel like if anybody else, did, they'd make it much more obvious yeah. that they were doing the same things. Yeah. Like because they're both faced with turning the dark side yeah. and everything. And um, but Luke
1: is much less tempted.
0: Yes, that's, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense that like, yeah, like, Luke's ne- ne- Luke's never really questioning it with Anakin they're all, he's always kind of there yeah. and with Luke they're like hey come to the dark side he's like I don't want to yeah, no. <laughs> what do you talking I know I'm a good guy <laughs> like, that's like his the whole time I mean in, they, they kind of get him in the little fits of passion but yeah. he's never really going for it yeah. well it's cool I mean Luke's he, he tells him to kill Vader he doesn't do it Anakin's told to kill uh, Dooku he does it yeah <laughs> you know just like yeah they kind of go through the same things but in completely different ways I always love the histolite do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a good one. Oh yeah um, and yeah. I love through when he does that because he has his Palpatine voice and then he has his Emperor voice yeah. and he, which is his evil voice
1: I always like cool
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do miss uh, the original Emperor's good, good yeah. from uh, Empire. Yeah, I mean E. McDermott's is better, but, yeah. uh, but uh, anyway, I, I always remember that one. Yeah. So Han gets the ATS in the ATSD, <laughs> and then they go to the uh, the generator. <laughs> I love. Uh, now my wife brought this up. She's like, you know, I mean the Ewoks are fighting them and everything, but if it wasn't for Chewie getting the ATSD, they wouldn't have won. Yeah, <laughs> Chewie's the one that saves the day. Yeah. <laughs> I love um, Chewie with the Ewoks because the Ewoks were supposed to be yeah. Wookiees so it's kind of cool to see them together yeah. since they're basically one of yeah. the same and they seem cool, they yeah. seem like they, cool one of them's them. petting Chewie if yeah. you notice yeah. the, uh, the ATSC driver on the right that gets thrown out is uh, the director Richard Marquand <laughs> <laughs>
1: some catharsis for the
0: True. i was like they actually threw him out of the 18th yeah. <laughs> maybe they did i don't know but you never know it's, you know, it's a different
1: time hollywood was different
0: <laughs> actually watched uh, the andromeda strain this weekend yeah Have you've ever ever seen that but there's a part where they kill a monkey and it looks like they really kill the monkey like because you like see his eyes crossed and he like falls on the bars and falls over and i'm like did they just kill that monkey and i'm like <laughs> Now, this was 71. They weren't doing that kind of stuff then. Yeah. I mean, like, it was a long time ago, and, you know, the yeah. rules are different. But I'm like, they wouldn't have done that. So, of course, I looked it up, and they they turned up the carbon monoxide, so it passed out. But, but then they That's revived it immediately afterwards. It's
2: still pretty it, bad. It, it is, it is. <laughs> but, but I was like, they're not going to kill a monkey.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll make it do things they want to do, but they're not going to yeah. kill Like that. Like, But they're not going to kill yeah. it. Yeah, anyways, anyways. Um, oh, it, I love it when... um when uh, Luke does his backflip onto that weird blue thing. Yeah. Because Vader pokes at his feet, which is, like, such a coward move to do. But it's very cool. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and then he throws his lightsaber at him, which is another another thing you want to see him. And then Vader realizes that he has a twin sister.
1: Yeah, I love that line.
0: Yeah. You have a twin sister.
1: Just his delivery of the the word sister. It's <laughs> just like which, so
0: good. Which, which is a line I've used many times since my friend does have a twin sister.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's just like the way like the way his voice says it. It's like like it's so like ominous the way yeah, he delivers yeah. it. Like, "Oh, just go for her then."
0: You know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's what drops really
1: out. not really like Still not. Anakin and Vader are still two separate people at this point too. Like, yeah, it's not like my daughter. Oh yeah, yeah, sister.
0: You have a twin sister, and I love the lighting uh, on Luke's face because you get the half dark and the half light, which is obviously a little symbolism yeah. right there. Yeah, and, and it's cool with Vader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool with um, Vader, the light reflecting. Yeah, because it it's kind of that. Uh, I Call it bluish. I don't know what shade. Yeah, I only know about six color names. (laughs) There's a kind of a reddish orange. I don't know what you call that. Kind of a a light blue, baby blue. Nah, nah, nah. (laughs) my wife knows all the coloring <laughs> just could have a whole set of crayons and tell you what they are without looking at the little label on them <laughs> so then Luke gets pissed off and he uh, cuts off Vader's hand yeah, which is cool because he goes at the he hacks at it like he's chopping yeah, down a tree yeah
1: he's not he's, he's going in for the destruction
0: yeah you see how mad he is because he just keeps hitting the same spot over yeah. and over and over uh, but,
1: but, but but this like you know he's a robot so he's yeah he he's, so.
0: he's, he sees how he's turning into Vader yeah which is now that's the hand that Anakin lost from Dooku yes which is funny because when you're a kid you think that Vader's like all robot you yeah. think he's like Grievous pretty much yeah just kind of has his guts but I remember when the uh, toy for uh, Anakin and Attack of the Clones came out because you could take his arm off yeah and. Kind of that ruined. wasn't in the yeah well, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah yeah so you're like Wait, I guess he loses his arm and I remember telling my friend I was like oh man I found out something but I'm not gonna tell you about it but of course just keep hinting I'm like well it makes sense if you really think about it which of course you would never do that yeah and then of course I ruined it for him too yeah <laughs> so then we could discuss how it happened yeah um oh yeah then uh. The- Absolutely refuses to fight. Yeah, because he throws his lightsaber to the side. Yeah, which is another. I mean, Luke would rather die than kill his dad, which is very cool. Which, oh man. Well, it's funny because I always thought Luke was a pretty crappy Jedi. Which I mean, yeah. in terms of his knowledge of the Force, in he terms is. Of his
1: knowledge of the Force and his sort of uh, like ability to use it, it's not that great. But as in terms of Jedi in spirit, yes, like, he, he is. He, he, he's what the Jedi were. Sp- to be before everything started falling apart and they became too bureaucratic
0: yeah and he really is like the best Jedi because he like does all the right stuff yeah
1: he's making the right decisions and he's he's, he is using emotion for it yes but not like because like the Jedi were just supposed to be very like by the time you get to them in like episode one they've gone beyond
0: yeah, that, and that's they're like, true, like yeah. they're,
1: they're, they're no longer like, no, there's no emotions. You just do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But that's not Luke's way of doing it. It's a very true, more true yeah, way of how the Jedi would have probably done stuff in their early days.
0: Yeah. And not to say that he wouldn't be really powerful before. So he's yeah. He hasn't developed it, doesn't, it yet. He just
1: hasn't had the training. I mean, we don't know what the time distance is exactly, but yeah, we He know. trained
0: for about ten minutes. Yeah,
1: like in <laughs> terms of movie time, yeah. It's... <laughs>
0: Um, then So be it, Jedi. So Absolutely.
1: Like, that was one of, that's just one of those lines that, like, there's no reason to ever say it, but every once in a while you think about it and you just have to say it out loud, like, the, so be it, Jedi. Well, My dad cr- loves that line. Oh, loves yeah. That line.
0: Oh, that's a great one. It's, um, it's great, too. He's, like, rubbing Jedi in his face. Yeah. He's, he's like using Jedi re- as an insult. Yeah. Yeah, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, let me see if I send that. <laughs> Oh. Can
1: Luke technically be a Jedi? There is no like. There's, I feel like there's a ceremony that usually goes involved, so he's not really a Jedi. But no. he is a Jedi.
0: He is by default because there's just nothing to compare him yeah. to. Yeah. All the other Jedi are gone. Yeah,
1: this <laughs> is the return of said Jedi.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's cool in the in the earlier drafts for the script because the Emperor is much more distrusting of Vader and he has like Moff J. like watching Vader (laughs) he's like spying on him and everything like he even goes to the scene to to the point of kidnapping Luke behind Vader's back because he like doesn't want his his involvement because I mean you see he doesn't really trust yeah, you know he's like oh, Vader's like I felt it he's like how come I haven't <laughs> you know like I mean, it's still in there but yeah. it's much less and they said that they were much scarier when they were united as <laughs> they were unless they were divided which I mean they are but it's much yeah. more subtle because Vader is you know doing what his bosses tell him, yeah. even if he's Betray- planning on betraying him and killing him.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and there was even a cool scene when the Emperor gets mad at Vader and he force-chokes him. And, like, Vader's, like, pressing his controls and stuff and, like, trying to breathe and his breathing's all weird. That has been a cool scene to see. <laughs> yeah, Because you know. never
1: really see Vader get anything. Like, you know, there's his, never... His
0: breathing's always nice and steady. Yeah. No, no, yeah, you he, never see him he never reprimanded. Gets,
1: yeah, he, he never gets reprimanded. He never gets really... Like, out, until this movie, he never doesn't even really get beat up or anything. There's, like... No. He's always he's always got the high ground yeah (laughs) so to speak
0: (laughs) and uh in yoda and obi-wan were in it a lot more was like force ghosts which is like really weird like (laughs) obi-wan's like imagine
1: yeah watching this final showdown and having like yoda and obi-wan doing like running commentary yeah (laughs) climactic emotional showdown yeah like
0: obi-wan the emperor like on the sidelines and he's like He's going to win. No, he's not. And they're like <laughs> commenting on it. it's like really weird and like Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi Wan's like, Obi Wan's like, oh, I'm in the netherworld world of the Force, but I can't be here for much longer. I'm gonna have to be in the material world in this dimension, and I'm much more stronger here. And you're like, this is weird. Yeah. And then like Yoda like uses the Force to cloud Vader's vision to help Luke out. And then like when the Emperor's hitting him with the electricity, like there's. Sp- their force ghosts are popping up because they're blocking do it see,
1: do you think they know about the concept of the force ghost what do you mean the, the, like Vader and uh, um
0: uh, I would assume not because, because Qui-Gon figures it out yeah and he's the only person that knows about it and he contacts Obi-Wan and Yoda like well, I that contacts Yoda yeah and Yoda tells Obi-Wan so I guess they want it yeah because when Obi-Wan says you know when yeah. he says uh, be more powerful than you possibly imagine yeah he's like taunted, he's telling you know. him
1: like you're gonna do this I'm, I, I'm gonna be living forever and I'm going to train this boy still to yeah, take you down but like yeah cause like you would think in that showdown at the end if Yoda and Obi-Wan were there like the emperor's like wait you can do this
0: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. nobody I told mean, me about
0: ghosts <laughs> wait, what does that mean
2: how do I do this? How do I do this? i figure I've, this out right now. <laughs> I've always wanted to
0: be immortal. Yeah. But it's, like, weird in the original draft because you could, like, you'd have to come back from it. Yeah. Because at the end of the movie, they appeared in solid form. Yeah. Which is, like, obviously, I've said this before, <laughs> Lucas puts a lot of ideas out there. Yeah. A lot of them are crap. Yeah. But not only does he have the the mind to think of these ideas, but he has the mind to not use them. Because, <laughs> <It's like, laughs> you know, you're reading yeah. the things that are never supposed to be read. And yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's weird, too, to think... um, when you're making something that you know you have to deliver these drafts yeah. by a certain date it's not yeah. like you go over yeah. and you go there's milestones
1: you have to hit yeah
0: yes. and, and like, yeah, like I said he just writes until he's done yeah. whether it's good or not he just has to finish something um, I love I love the uh, lightning in Luke's teeth
1: yeah when it's like <laughs> arcing from tooth to tooth yeah and, like, going through the teeth and stuff it's very good yeah the good. lightning effect has always been real good like, yeah it, it comes across as electricity
0: Yeah. And like the way it comes off his fingers, and his hands are so good at like selling it. They do a
1: really good job at at the arcing of electricity uh, like that, that's yeah. something that's really like because sometimes when you do a lightning bolt you know it just looks like a lightning bolt uh, just like, yeah. but like it's the arcing it's how electricity would work especially mm. when it has nowhere to go except uh, for where yeah. you're trying to get it to go yeah it's not like, one bolt it's a yeah, like a bunch of them yeah it's chaotic yeah it's they've like got like, it's like hairs yeah and like when it hits Luke and like we said like when it's in his teeth and stuff and it's like arcing from like teeth to yeah. teeth and you can see it
0: like it's l-
1: illuminating his teeth yeah. and stuff and yeah. so all
0: kinds of cool stuff yeah yeah really cool uh, So when they were editing the movie, um, they went back and shot the close-ups of Vader looking back and forth. (laughs) Yeah, because because obviously, um, obviously, you know, there's not much expression (laughs) with Darth Vader, so it was funny that they did that, and then makes sense that they went back and added Vader saying no. no. Which which is adds so much more yeah. to that scene. It makes it so much better. I mean it was already a great scene, yeah. but it really adds the emotion there and you really see Anakin back there. Yeah. It's it's very cool. And they do that again like I love the lightning in the helmet. Well, uh, no, no, before that, oh. you're just reflecting off of, off of Vader's him. face, because yeah. it's like, again, trying to see through his eyes, and you're, yeah. you know, he's seeing it happen. Yeah. And Lucas said that the reason that Luke turns Vader back is because, like, when you're a parent, you see what you do through your kid's eyes. Yeah. And, you know, you see what you're doing is good or bad or whatever, yeah. which makes someone sense. Yeah. And when he sees his kid getting killed by his master, it makes him wake yeah. up and see what he's doing was yeah. wrong. Which is very cool and very real. Very real. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, him yelling no was so much better than that. <laughs> it just, I watched it yesterday and it was like, oh god, that makes sense. So much more powerful. <laughs> yeah, and then of course uh, Vader picks up the Emperor and throws him off. Yeah. So I will have to say this and we don't have to say why. The Emperor gets picked up by Vader. He gets electrocuted by his own lightning. He gets thrown down this giant thing. And then he blows up. And then the Death Star blows up, and he is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all there is to it. <laughs> uh. it's, it, it, it the, it's the...
1: You know, as I've said, I've got... I, I enjoy the Disney trilogy. Um, they're not as good as either of these previous six. I do not I would, for me personally. But there is so little going in to understanding how this emperor survived all of this. <laughs> that is just the most like, cause when you finally get to him, he's like, he's a mess. He was clearly blown up at some mm. point. Like he's, he's missing fingers and he's blind and everything. And it, it, he, and he's hooked up to a bunch of machines. And there's, <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff going on. And it, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like, and, 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 that part of the that throne room survived, kind of, because they go to it, and they uh, and they have a big battle in the throne room, and the 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 one thing that people disliked most a MacGuffin in the movie. Okay, so this is the spoiler territory for the Rise of Skywalker because it really involves a lot of what's going on right now with this movie. One of the MacGuffins in there is a dagger. And this dagger is like a Sith dagger, and it has the coordinates to where this, where the, the these little nav cube things are that they need from the Sith to find, because they're trying to find the Emperor. They're trying to find where the Emperor is located. And I'm, so, ma- I'm
0: making very confused faces yeah. right now.
1: So, and they know that, and so <laughs> th- this dagger has sort of like the information for it on there. And so when they, get, <laughs> when they get to the Death Star, finally they have the dagger. It's like, well, how, well, there is the Death Star. How are we supposed to find this thing? Like, it's this blown-up mess down here in the middle of the water. Yeah. And so the the dagger has this little piece that comes out that Ray finds that opens out, and she can, like, line it up (laughs) to the Death Star, and it's basically pointing exactly where it is. It is some Goonies (laughs) nonsense.
0: So, you know, when... um... Aside about how Lucas has the script, and then they yeah. sit down and make sense out of these plot yeah. points. I don't think they did that on these ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, how did they get from there? Uh, who cares? I just have to yeah, get it's there. It's like this,
1: like it's like like it's a fun adventure movie, but so many of these little bits and parts of it. It's like you could have hammered out something a little more, like like I
0: I, I can, could have made sense out of. Something. I can
1: I can be all in on mm. that. This part of the Death Star survived and is just resting on this planet, and it's maybe like, it's Endor yeah it's like it's, it's whatever yeah that could very well be Endor I don't know maybe your dream came true yeah I guess I didn't think about that I didn't pay attention I've only seen it the one time um, but um, but like put a little more thought into some of these things like I can fully be on board of you coming up with an excuse as to why the Emperor died did yeah. it die Whatever. That's movies. That's what science fiction is. That's yeah. what fantasy is. It's kind of how
0: Abrams does everything, though. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really have to make sense yeah. as long as we as get as, there. As long
1: as it, as long as the as long as the road leads to it, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, it's like, yeah, it's, there's clearly a backstory there that nobody bothered to figure <laughs> out because they, they hint at like cloning and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I get it, but like, and and you know, less is more in science fiction storytelling for the most part, but. Not in this case. I no. th- this is this is the wrong kind of show yeah, don't tell.
0: You have to explain something. Something. Well, just like uh,
1: It's like Luke's lightsaber. <laughs> it, they, they mention it in the f- in Force Awakens. It's they like even here.
0: Mention that they don't know how it got. No, they, they it's
1: like, "Well, how do you have it?" "Well, that's a story for another time." Apparently not. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just don't even say anything. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's there. It gets blown up (laughs) in the in Last Jedi, and it's put back together by the time you get to by the time you by the time you get to uh, there because she has. (laughs) Uh, she has it back and like Leia gives it to her and it's like it's pieced back together from
0: (laughs) Disney just can't let that lightsaber
1: go well they they finally (laughs) at the end of the movie they bury it she buries it with Leia's (laughs) lightsaber in the dirt and she's got her own uh, gold colored um Blade Lightsaber blade, not blade. The yeah, the blade itself, and yeah. handmade hilt, which I think is supposed to look like the little staff thing that she uh,
0: carries
1: around, which makes a lot of sense.
0: Well, just like uh, you know, Lucas said, trying to find someone that understands Star Wars. You know, yeah. uh, there is a very good quote <laughs> from Lucas. Talking about what's to come next, and yeah. I was just talking about maybe he'll do Star Wars eventually. There's, you know, possibly six more movies, possibly three more movies. He's not completely sure. Yeah, and he said I should just sell this off and let other people make the rest of them because, by comparison, mine will look much, much better. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, I think Lucas yet again was right.
1: First prophecy.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think the. Disney ones are making people go back to the prequels going. Oh It also
1: helps the prequels an awful lot that the people that the people that saw them as they were the movies that were out when they were kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are
1: have always been there and that's what they grew up on and they liked them as kids and like they have nostalgia for
0: them it helps and they're the adults now yeah well and just time you know like 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 i said i hated the matrix when it came out i watched it again i absolutely loved it you know like you know your your tastes change and just what's going on around you what your age is what you know like i don't like the matrix because i had kung fu i don't like kung fu in action movies i never looked realistic (laughs) and i mean i love it now but i mean you know just just that kind of stuff and you know things change and yeah yeah Uh, okay so when vader picks up the emperor it's got to hurt because Vader's electronic. Yeah. And that electricity on him has to really just fry him up. No, well, I mean, that's really
1: the only thing that could have killed him in that exchange. Yeah. That's because he's shorted out his suit that's keeping him alive
0: with no yeah. backup. Yeah. And Which he does selflessly. Yeah. To make him a Jedi again in yeah. Anakin. Well, so Anakin is the chosen one.
2: Yeah.
0: And for Anakin. To bring balance to the Force and kill the Sith, he has to kill himself. Yeah, which is cool. He's still the Chosen One. He just kind of loses his, yeah. his way, which, which is which is, which uh, is very which, cool. Which,
1: which is one hundred percent like the biggest issue I have with the Disney stuff
0: because yes. be, opening that back up because
1: you open that back up because basically what you've done at this point was like he brought balance to the Force, but no, he didn't <laughs> because now not only that, but the Empire never really went away. It just sort of changed. And, for
0: thirty years, and the
1: emperor <laughs> would, didn't die, so the force was never balanced out. Yeah. So and 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 now and now you have Ray being Anakin in all of this, and, and and you have the you know you have Kylo Ren as a Sith, and every, not really a Sith, but yeah. a Sith. And by the by, this movie he becomes a Sith basically because he's working for the emperor for like a, spe, a hot second. And so it's like, it, it, it sucks to sort of like this, this nice, you've wrapped it up, resolution. And it wraps up so nice. Wraps up in a neat little package. And then he's just like, nah, we just want to undo this bow and try to, to wedge some of this other stuff in here. Go
0: against the original intent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah.
1: Which, like I said, I enjoy the movies. But yeah. like, what it did to the, especially the original seek pre- original trilogy. Yeah. Um, is kind of. I don't know. It's disrespectful.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And do your own thing, whatever. But don't mess with the original. Yeah. yeah
1: I think it's. I think they could have handled it better than that. You know. Not, I think. I think if the emperor never came back, yeah. it probably would have been one of those things where it's like, yeah, well, it's like, you know, it would make sense that there's this sort of like, the force is always trying to sort of figure something out with trying to rev- keep itself relevant. Yeah. yeah. Try to keep itself. You know. Public in people's souls yeah. or something. So it makes sense that they would sort of create this conflict or something. Yeah, But to just have it's like, no, Samper. Samper again. <laughs> again. He never died. The The force never got fixed
0: and but, it's just bad. Like, all around. New idea? What did you just say? What does that word mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, I never thought about what happened after Jedi because I'm a true Star Wars fan. <laughs> and, you know, they made many books and everything and they're all just leeching off of it. Yeah. No new ideas. It just magic at some point <laughs> um, and I was thinking about it when Disney was doing it and I was like I guess a good idea would be for Lucas I mean <laughs> Luke if you ever notice that Luke and Lucas are very close, <laughs> <laughs> Luke going around like just right after Jedi and yeah. rounding up all the Jedi because yeah. there has to be people out I there, there has to be and cells th- yeah. somewhere, and, and that would be really cool. You
1: only see so little of the universe,
0: yeah, and it would be very cool yeah. to for Cause, him cause, starting the because Jedi. because what we
1: see in the cartoons and stuff after the fact is them going around. Most most of the stories revolve around the Sith trying to hunt down the remaining Jedi. Mm. That's what a lot of the like post. Um, like things that this, almost uh, everything that's like a story told between Sith and New Hope is basically uh, revolves yeah. around that co- that core concept. Yeah,
0: and that would be cool. I, I remember hearing a rumor, I don't know if it was true or not, but that Abrams was going to make it take place a couple years after Jedi, and yeah. they were going to recast Luke. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Of course, it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> but that is really where the story is. Yeah, Uh yeah. So, uh, Skeleton Vader. Which is something that Ben Burtt came up with in editing. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, that was very cool looking. Yeah. With just, like, his skeleton and stuff. Yeah, his I,
1: skull I, just being shown through the helmet with all the electricity and stuff. I that, have that his, toy also. I have the six-inch <laughs> of that. Oh, the yeah. Black Series version you know of that. Yeah. Hand comes off, too, so there's, like... yeah. So, oh, no. it's, so, so it could be screen
0: accurate <laughs> <laughs> this one of course had a little peg for yeah. it it wasn't uh was as accurate as those uh, expensive collector's toys got
1: no that one still was a peg it was kind of disappointing oh, it was I mean, that hoped it would be a magnet like one of the one of those
0: those are the Attack of the Clones toys Yeah. And this, magnets, yeah, that, yeah, was magnets. A great, that was great yeah. that was really cool yeah uh, so the shield generator gets blown up which the shield generator is huge <laughs> that giant satellite you yeah. don't don't really see it because they go going through the back door yeah See, then the Rebels go into the Death Star. Yeah. Which was cool because, again, you're doing something that they've already done before. But instead of being on the Trench, they're in here. They're actually, like, inside the Death Star because it's not done.
1: Yeah. So a lot of more
0: stuff. There's a lot more exposed everything. Yeah, and it looks very dangerous (laughs) because they don't even know if the halls are going to close in on them. And it's, like, cool how different everything. Yeah. And I said this before, but I love how... It's treated because they need to blow up the Death Star for the plot, but it's yeah. not where the climax of the movie yeah. is. By
1: the time they blow up the Death Star, the Emperor is dead. Yeah. Like, so it, it <laughs> the, needs the to story, be done. The story is basically resolved at this point. Yeah. It,
0: but they just need to, like, this the, the last little bit of cleanup we need to take yeah, care of. Yeah, it has to get done, but they don't make the audience think they're not going to blow up the Death Star. I mean, there's obstacles for sure. And like, when Lando's leaving, you might think that he's going to blow up with the Death Star, but you don't question that it's going to happen. So, again, I mean, they they they, kind of do the same thing, but they do it differently.
1: I like, remember um, Shadows of the Empire The Last Mission. It's almost the same in terms of what they want you to do, you're flying inside the space station. Oh, Skyhook? Skyhook, and you like,
0: have to outrun the explosion. I remember using the R button to just put on the brakes so you yeah. could slowly go through that, because that was, that was hard. So yeah, that, was, that was a cool level, too. So, Vader unmasked. Yeah. So, <laughs> of course... Um... um <laughs> what was I going (laughs) to say alright talk about Vader mess. this this is my first big mess up uh, I've I've recovered but uh, (laughs) um, so now after the prequels came out this made us all ask the question is Return of the Jedi Anakin or was it Luke and I think I don't know if it was the intent then which it could have been the, it's the return of Anakin. Yeah,
1: I I would assume it's the return of
0: Anakin. Yeah, unless it's just Luke returning because it's the next movie. Just yeah, just how Batman returning. I think
1: I think the <laughs> only two actual choices are Return of the Jedi, as in because there's no like plural version of Jedi. Jedi is Jedi. Yeah, yeah. That is it is either Anakin or it is the concept of the Jedi. Oh uh,
0: yeah, it's true. Yeah, that
1: those are the really the only two because it doesn't. It's not really... There's no reason
0: it would be for Luke. Yeah, because that means, like, Batman Returns is because the movie has come. Yeah. (laughs) It's not that Batman is gone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, Okay, here we go. I got the story of the, the title. So when, when they were first starting out, George Lucas told the producer that it was going to be called Return of the Jedi, and the producer said it was a weak title, so then Lucas came back and said, okay, it's going to be Revenge of the Jedi. And they actually did marketing calls asking people if they thought, so they changed Jedi so they didn't know what movie it was for, yeah. but Revenge of the Hero, or, Reve- or Return of the Hero was a better title, <laughs> and people thought Revenge sounded exciting, but didn't fit with what a hero would do, yeah. and then in in late December of 82, Lucas finally went back to Return <laughs> Yeah. And this caused Kenner to destroy $25,000 worth of packaging. Because <laughs> they had already, I mean, December was, you know, the movie came in May, so yeah. it was only a few months away. So it was pretty late in the game to yeah. change it. But again. I mean, going, and
1: stuff got out. I mean, that was.
0: Yeah, there was yeah. a, my brother had a um, a uh, Empire Strikes Back Stormtrooper. Yeah. And it had a sticker on it for Revenge of the Jedi yeah. and Rock Bar Toy. Yeah actually sold that so he could get his first guitar (laughs) which is the guitar I have right now it
1: all comes full circle everything's connected to the force
0: (laughs) yeah Um, so Richard Marcon really wanted like a great English actor to play Darth Vader but Lucas said that it would take away from it and people want to take it seriously if you knew who (laughs) it was so then they realized they just needed a good actor who could do it (laughs) so they want so they got Sebastian Shaw because he was a famous stage actor and he was good and he was someone that you wouldn't expect and he could effectively play the role, but not enough to invoke other cinematic memories. Yeah. So it was good. and I don't think anybody knew who he was. No,
1: that would have been, especially the people going to Star Wars. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, 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 Ian
0: McDermott knew who he was because he was in the same yeah. scene. And he saw him, He's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah, David Pratt was very mad by that. Yeah. It, it was funny because he said that the producer, um, <laughs> he asked him, he's like, is somebody else going to be Darth Vader? And then he said that the producer said no. And then they asked the producer later, and he's like, I would not have said no, I would have just avoided the question.
2: <laughs>
0: Somebody
1: else can about Vader. So, I was thinking.
0: <laughs> so, uh, those are nice shoes. Where'd you get those tennis shoes at? It's <laughs> like, Payless, the laces too? <laughs> and then just, oh, I, all right, I'll catch up with you later. Wait a minute. <laughs> David Proud's like, wait a second. The, the Upon lo- further inspection, these are loafers. There's <laughs> <laughs> actually a good David Proud story, because most of them are bad. But uh, the scene when Vader picks up the Emperor... David Prowse was a stunt guy and he was, you know, bodybuilder was a strong guy yeah. and he's like, oh, let me do it. And they like, no, this is a stunt. You know, we don't want you to do it. And then they tried for a couple days and the Bob Anderson was an old dude and he couldn't lift him up we and can't. David Prowse did it in one take. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a, a good uh, good day for David Prowse yeah. to, be, to be right about something.
1: Everything's coming up, David. <laughs>
0: Everything's coming up, David. What Simpsons is that? Another know The clip. It's it's, flooding.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. When he's got, he puts on his uh, high water jeans. Everything's coming up Millhouse. He struts out the.
0: That's a that's a line I uh, oh I, yeah I use all the time absolutely. <laughs> um, see again. um, so the Death Star blows up. It does, and that cool shockwave, which really added a lot to it. And in contrast to the other Death Star, it was the vertical vertical wave, yeah, which is very cool. Um, now the word saga is like thrown around a lot in movies, like <laughs> the Twilight Saga. <laughs> but You're
1: starting this like a, like a TED talk. It's like the word saga gets thrown
2: around a lot <laughs> these days. However,
0: however, but <laughs> the word it, I mean it's actually fitting for Star Wars because it's a Scandinavian word, actually it's from Iceland that means long heroic story. Yeah, I think it usually involving a family or whatever, but the there were many s- generations, which so it actually is fitting for it.
2: The Skywalker saga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unlike Twilight. <laughs> it's like, the Twilight Saga. Like, I think everybody knows what these movies are. You don't need to put a big name on them. So Han and Leia Kiss. Yay. And uh, I love how surprised is <laughs>
1: on it. Han is surprised and has to, and when she explains that he's my brother. Yeah. It's like, he's like,
0: Oh, all right, cool. So now they're brother and sister, but then that means that he definitely gets Leia. So So it makes sense he'd be surprised, too. He's like, "Yay, Han. The wicket comes over and tries to do some some serious cock blocking. (laughs) Han doesn't care at this point, though. Uh, Oh, so when Luke burns Vader that wasn't going to be in there originally... But they did, they they thought people would be like, "Well, you don't actually see Vader dead, so is he still going to be alive?" So then they added that. Nice. <laughs> they had to shoot that at uh the ranch, and I, it was I, pouring down rain when they did that.
2: <laughs> I, uh,
1: okay, I get to it when we get. To okay, it. and then see, the celebration. It's because I'm gonna do the um.
0: Just, Spirits, the end. That's what my joke was about to be, right here. But oh, okay. we'll, just, we'll get there. Okay. So they did the big celebration, which is funny because when they were talking about it early, Lucas wanted to show all the planets that they were on, but he thought that that would be boring. Yeah. but Then they went back and did it. No, and did it anyways. Decided not, later on. It's not boring at all. It's unnecessary, but
1: it's not certainly not boring.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. Not at all. Uh, I mean, it's cool. It's kind of a. Uh, yeah. fairy tale thing where you like yeah. see where you've gone or yeah. come back to the beginning and except stuff.
1: except in the special edition they went to Coruscant
0: <laughs> yeah that was the first time that, uh, that we had seen Coruscant yeah, yeah
1: we like going back to all the hot places that you've been to and this
0: weird place that yeah. you've never seen before which now makes sense but uh, at the time that at was, the time uh, it made
1: no sense you didn't know it was going to be like a critical part of the uh, next sets of movies coming out
0: yeah yeah well, it, it's cool to show because it's, it's a quick way to show that the Empire is yeah. gone because they're on the home they're very, planet they're
1: very much doing what like you know when the Berlin Wall went down and there's you know they're pulling like statues of like Stalin and stuff and the Stormtroopers
0: are being thrown around and (laughs) you very much see that the Empire has been defeated I love
1: the celebration on Endor and it's just like a bunch of like empty Stormtrooper armor and it's like yeah
0: yeah. yeah. They, well, it's cool because I mean it shows on every planet, yeah. and, and the planets you know you see it on Tatooine, and you see it on Naboo, yeah. and you see the all across the galaxy that the Empire is defeated. Yeah. So really, but strange. it's not
1: because then, then twenty years later, stormtroopers are still around.
0: <laughs> First order is basically the same exact thing. Same, same, but not. Yeah. Um. But yeah. And then, and then it's cool because they did not like that end music which is if you remember it's the Ewok singing song which is fine but it's uh, very dumb but yeah yeah it's fine but it's not a very good like end (laughs) it's
1: not yeah it's not music you want playing at the
0: end of your big huge story I actually think that's the best special edition change because that song is great yes I I love that song it really has a celebration song yes it really like feels like everything's wrapped up and has like the sense of accomplishment and like joy and a little a little bit of sadness in there just like kind of has that feeling of the end and it's just it's a great song and it really really changes that scene yeah. and it makes it a lot better yeah so my favorite little inside star wars inside joke <laughs> that I, I read somewhere online i'm not gonna take credit for this observation <laughs> that the ewoks eat the stormtroopers yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because
1: they were already gonna eat luke and um hot yeah and you got nothing but empty armor floating around here and on he- yep. you know heads on pikes and everything yeah. they they, they yeah. hate those this yeah they ate those sort a- it
0: could be a ritualistic thing and i mean it's there's th- not they're much Ewoks. it's they're- not cannibalism
1: yeah it's not like yeah <laughs> Like I said, they were they were ready to eat the, everyone else already. At one point in the movie, why yeah. wouldn't they be eating?
0: Yeah, there's all these dead stormtroopers around, yeah. and they just eat them all-
1: <laughs> We've already killed. We already we already made the kill. Might as well just drag all
0: these bodies up yeah. here. And
1: it's, it's just a waste of meat at this point. You don't yeah. have like I, I would like to say like them handing soup to Han and Han like.
0: Uh, uh, no. is this made out of stormtrooper yeah. <laughs> I actually saw the uh, preview for Call of the Wild Yeah, and Harrison Ford's voice is so gruffy, so gruffy.
1: <laughs> like he's going over the top with their weird CG dog <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm hoping that's just the preview I'm, CG I'm hoping so too but yeah. that's a
1: bad looking dog in those yeah 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 totally um, big year for snow dog movies because Disney Plus got like that togo with like Willem Dafoe or something
0: <laughs> like, I know, like I don't know about Willem Dafoe with dogs <laughs> Willem Dafoe just looks like He's gonna eat the yeah, dogs just, <laughs>
1: As a person that's watched re- Just recently watched The Lighthouse again Yeah I...
0: <laughs> So they did finish Shooting on time Not even an hour over schedule Post production was a little over But for uh, principal photography Principal photography That's yeah. So the the Force Ghost. uh I think we were talking about the Force Ghost. We yeah. gonna,
1: we, we, gonna,
0: we haven't talked about him yet. Uh, yeah. I mean, it completely makes sense that Anakin would become a ghost because yeah. Anakin did die the moment he you know yeah. was dubbed Darth Vader yeah and he turned to the dark side.
1: I mean, he, but like at the same time, he does technically come back at the end of this. But
0: that's true. That's how true.
1: much of him truly really came back? I guess yeah. yeah. So like he's you can Anakin make the like you, can, you can make the play for either ghost to be over there. I just like the idea because, you know, they have that shot of, like, Luke looking over and sort of, like, you know, like, hey. <laughs> hey, yeah. there you guys are. Yeah, and then yeah. and then Hayden Christensen comes in and says, like,
0: who the hell's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just assumes. He's like, yeah. I- I'm gonna assume that's my dad. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I really like that they added Hayden Christensen in there, which which is cool. It really yeah. makes it full circle. The yeah. only thing I don't like about Hayden Christensen in there is that Bernard Shaw, what was that his name? No, Sebastian Shaw. Sebastian Shah. Shaw. I don't know, where Bernard Shaw. <laughs> I, I think in my notes I wrote Bernard Shaw, Robert Shaw, and Sebastian <laughs> Shaw at some point. And I was like, wait, the guy from Joss? Um, so Sebastian Shaw does this really good look with Obi-Wan where they yeah. look at each other and smile. And hey, yeah. Christensen doesn't do that. Yeah, And so I I missed that. But obviously him in there I, I like. That makes sense.
1: And he gets a little quick voice line in Rise of the Skywalker.
0: hey christian just gets
1: to gets gets plugged into each trilogy it's great yeah yeah
0: he's like okay now i'm in here
1: i'm in all i'm in all 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 three trilogies
0: (laughs) it's funny there's a um it came out with the uh, revenge of the sith soundtrack and it's uh i think it's called a musical journey and it's a dvd and it goes through all six movies and it's just the music so it's just like a two-hour music yeah, yeah. video or whatever. And Ian McDiarmid, like, hosts it. <laughs> and it's cool because he's talking and he's like, oh, I had the fortune of being in uh, four, well, five of these movies now because I just filmed my Empire Strikes Back scene. <laughs> Which is, like, funny to think that now he's in that movie. yeah, <laughs> Which, years and years yeah. later. All right, so... Still the, able to
1: squeeze him into one more too at the
0: end here. Just put a little scene of him in, in New Hope. Yeah. It's actually funny when you watch it in order because when you see episode four... You're like so engaged into the Jedi Sith story yeah. that's not really in for, and you're like, "Where's Yoda and the Emperor?" At? Yeah. <laughs> They're like kind of the heart of this whole story. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: So, uh, Jedi had to make 115 million to break even. Oh.
1: I don't know if it'll do it.
0: And it made 250 <laughs> million. Yeah. And it held the number three spot of all time until what? I'll have you guess here. What movie in, from 1991 beat it? I see. I see you looking at my paper yeah. here
1: my uh, boy. Uh, it's a
0: movie I never think of as coming out in 91 for some reason. Since I was only five at the time. 91 Terminator? <laughs> Home Alone. Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. Also scored by John Williams. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, all my Jedi notes here. Hey. But, but we do have, oh, well, we're coming in good time and everything. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let's uh, we'll
1: like talk that? about 83 and movies in a second. Oh, you want to do that? Like, no, whatever. you got something you want to talk about?
0: You want to do special edition? We'll, let's do this. Let's, let's do, this. Di- let's do like, your thing. Let's do this. We're done with my notes. My, my right. obligation is right. done. Your
1: obligation with this stuff is done. Let's I'm going like to go to the
0: bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start dinner.
1: <laughs> so now it's just me by myself. So in 1983 <laughs> it was the release. <laughs> so, no, so what was the budget for Jedi? Do we,
0: do I don't know. Do, do we, let's look it up. It took me like three days to get this stuff together. The other movies I had a couple of weeks, so I, re- <laughs> I, really, I really rushed through everything. That's really, that's
1: really more on you than it is. It is.
0: That was me. Yeah, I dropped the ball. Uh, uh, there is no... like. I, I, I got a new TV that took two, three days of setting <laughs> up and... Me angrily yelling at the TV. So, I, I love yelling at inanimate objects. Yeah, it
1: makes you feel good. Yeah. So the, the budget has a range of $32.5 to
0: $42.7 million. Uh, so they're okay. really
1: not, not entirely sure, I guess, what it costs. Yeah. I can see that. I can see Lucas just be like, yes!
0: <laughs> well, it's like, I, th- I think that might be factoring marketing and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. like, there's like the movie, but then like, yeah. There's and th-
1: its box office was $475.
0: It that's, must That's usually worldwide. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I decided what it was. It was 200.
1: Yeah. Highest grossing films of 1983. What's number one? Besides Jedi? No, (laughs) Jedi's number one. Jedi's
0: number one. I mean, after Jedi, yeah. Number two.
1: Terms of Endearment.
0: (laughs) I've still never seen that.
1: Number three is Flashdance. Ooh, I
0: haven't seen that either.
1: Yeah. Number four, Trading Places.
0: I've seen that. I was quite disappointed by Trading Places. <laughs> I like Trading Places. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, number, the, the, the part when he's eating the salmon and his beard. Uh, that was too gross. That was too gross. <laughs>
1: number five, War Games. I haven't classic, seen that either. Classic 80s sci-fi kids movie. Yeah, Matthew, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Matthew Broderick hacking into the Pentagon. That he does? No, well, no. It's like hacking yep. into like NORAD or something. I can't remember exactly where it is, but... Uh, no man. Yes. And it's one of the... It's 83, so it is early internet where you take your phone dial and set the phone receiver down onto the modem Uh, that's what's picking up yeah (laughs) uh, number six Octopussy
0: oh yeah that's a good one
1: Number seven. That's,
0: Roger Moore's getting a little too old at that A little point. too old to be James Bond but at this point. it made me feel much better because he was trying to leave, and they yeah. kept calling him back, so yeah. it made me feel better. Even
1: he was fully like, the, I am too old to be yeah. doing this. makes you me feel you? better that he's yeah. not
0: like, I can do all these stunts and yeah. get with 19-year-olds.
1: Yeah, number seven, Sudden Impact. He's
0: like, she's legal, right? Yeah. <laughs> sudden Impact? Sudden Impact. Uh, uh, sudden Impact. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sudden. Dirty Hair. I was thinking, the, what's what's the Van Damme one where they're... Oh, like, yeah, Double hearted. Impact or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. I was like, "No, that was way later." So, in fact, that is a really good Dirty Harry movie. It was I, I that is like the number two one, if yeah. not the number one. Number eight. That could be. S- no, I think that's better than Dirty Harry. I think it is. Yeah.
1: Number eight is Staying Alive.
0: Oh, the unofficial sequel to. Uh, I wouldn't even say it's,
1: it's a pretty official sequel to Saturday Night oh, Fever. Oh, is it really? He's the same character.
0: Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I thought it was kind of like a. Goodfellas and Casino where like it's like kind of the same cast and same style where it's not really a sequel or no it's a
1: sequel it's a sequel oh I didn't know that and it's directed
2: by
0: Sylvester Stallone. that's right. I did, I did know
1: that. Number nine, Mr. Mom.
0: Can you imagine being directed by Sly? Like, hey, when you walk in, can you do the... Yeah, they're like, what did you say, Sly? He's like, yeah. Oh, no, is, yeah. You know, it's right there in the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote it. Yeah. Well, he's a great writer. That's yeah.
1: It's like, like, it should be good there. Yeah, number nine, Mr. Mom. yeah, uh, That's a good
0: one. I just watched and, it, actually. Yeah,
1: and number ten, Risky Business.
0: Risky Business. Tom Cruise. Oh, I have seen Risky Business. Yeah, it's okay.
1: It's fine. It's one of his.
0: Tom Cruise is around in it. It's, so it's
1: it's it's one of his most iconic like it, film it is, scenes yeah. of him sliding into the yeah. scene well um. Observe Blair's. Rolls, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It is. Helmer uh, Simpson did it better <laughs> with the waffle on the cube of butter. <laughs> so
1: you have for the Academy Awards that year, Terms of Endearment won for Best Picture. James L. Brooks won for Best Director for Terms of Endearment. Uh, Uh, Robert Duvall won for Tender Mercies. Shirley Shirley MacLaine won for Terms of Endearment. Jack won for Terms of Endearment.
0: Jack, which one is that? I always get that and um, Sophie's Choice mixed up.
1: It's definitely not Sophie's Choice. I (laughs) I always get those two mixed up. (laughs) I can tell you that. It's the one with, um, well, Shirley MacLaine, Deborah Winger, Jack, Nichols Jack Danny Nicholson, Danny DeVito, Je- uh, Jeff Daniels, and John Lithgow.
0: Oh, that's a great cast.
1: It's a great cast. And it? and James L. Brooks is the director, and I, uh, James L. Brooks does some he, great stuff. He's very good,
0: yeah. Um, he's as good as it gets.
1: Best supporting actress is Linda Hunt for the Year of Living Dangerously. And what? You're not going to give me best?
0: You're not going to give me best animated film, you jerks. It's so, so funny, all these movies I just never heard of. I mean, yeah. there's a couple, but especially as a movie guy yeah it's kind well, of how the Academy Awards usually go it's like the flavors of the month and everything and movies that people don't really give a crap about yeah <laughs>
1: what, what, uh, The Year of Living Dangerously was a Mel Gibson movie uh, with Mel Gibson and Sigourney Weaver huh
0: yeah not
1: that uh, Tender Mercies is actually one that I do not remember <laughs> but it's apparently it's about an alcoholic country music singer. Well, don't, you don't, you don't have the the alcoholic part of the country music <laughs> singer. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, interesting year for movies. I mean, that's
0: yeah, well, kind of all over the place. I mean, downer dramas. Yeah,
1: Return of the Jedi again, uh, <laughs> made, domestic gross two hundred and fifty three million.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, while Terms of Endearment, which is number two, a one hundred and eight. So like, <laughs> not even. Cr- remotely close no and that's it that's all the Star Wars for over a decade jeez
0: yeah. yeah I remember you said that once you're like it's funny that people talk about the gap between Jedi and Empire because 16 years you're like it's not really that long in movie yeah. terms like yeah. of sequels and everything yeah. <laughs> like I mean and that happens all the time yeah like, the sequel for The Mask of Zorro was, like, yeah. like good about later. Yeah. Not that it was that big. And it's
1: funny now that we're now at the point where, like, we can just make sequels to movies and just have them be, like, set place. Like, this movie, t- this the original movie came out 20 years ago. We can think actors are still alive. We can just make it take place 20 years later and cast a whole bunch of new people. Yeah, yeah. And it would work fine. They did it a couple of times. They did it with Tron. They did it with Blade Runner.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I and mean, Like, it works fine if you just committed the, the, to it. Those
0: are by far the two best examples of we,
1: that. Yeah. You just gotta commit to
0: it. Yeah. You just gotta think about it and yeah. connect the dots and what's Abram's uh, thing, the mystery box? Yeah. <laughs> explains his uh yeah. lack of uh, yeah talent of uh, <laughs> just like, not gonna explain it but it's, it's gonna be an artistic choice so it's ambitious. Yeah.
1: I, there was a quote that I saw from him recently that was basically like, ah, I'll sit down and <laughs> figure that stuff out. Like it's,
0: it's, the story goes where the story goes. Like no it doesn't. No. And as Stephen King always does that, they're like, he's like, well, I didn't really plan for it to yeah. go this way, but it did, and, you know, I have no control. Like, yes, you do. This yeah. is all in your mind. Yeah. You are the creator of all of this. Okay, anyway, so, after. Yeah. So I have a whole subject on this. So I have the VHS. Yeah. So A New Hope came out on VHS for the first time in 1982. Wow. Empire was 84, and Jedi was 86. So it's okay. pretty funny to think how long that turnaround was. Yeah, uh,
1: but like, it was expensive to make tapes and to release tapes and to sell tapes and to buy tapes. All yeah. of it was just so expensive and sort of still yeah. untouched. Like between Star Wars and Disney were the only
0: people that could really pull it off. I mm. mean, it cost a hundred bucks, right, for the video store to buy it. Yeah. Then they had to rent it to. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, in '85, the uh, toys and just everything Star Wars dropped off dramatically.
2: Yeah,
1: because, like...
0: <laughs> and they stopped uh, making new stuff. Yeah. In, uh, after 85.
1: Yeah, because it doesn't, like, come back until the, like, the... Na- 1993
0: yeah. with the Bendems. Ha- which were the Gumby-like Star Wars toys. Yeah. And they came with a little Topps trading card. Yeah. Those Topps trading cards were very cool. <laughs> yeah.
2: And, and,
1: and like and Power of the Force was just around the corner too that like, was
0: with the uh, the special edition the special edition that was like yeah.
1: 97. that's when Star Wars toys like came back yes that was like the big thing because those Power of the Force toys were massive and yeah. they went like deep with yeah. the Power of the Force stuff too and, oh. and they were also making stuff for like Expanded Universe stuff at the time too which is Shadows of the Empire Shadows of the Empire yeah, and, like, that was and stuff you get like a Thrawn thing. and stuff like that <laughs> yeah yeah
0: um because, like, yeah. The, uh, so, in July of 95 is when those toys came out, Was the lead up to the special edition. Yeah. The first wave had Luke, Han, Chewie, Vader, R2, Obi-Wan, 3PO, Leia, and a stormtrooper. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, always had a Star Yeah. And for some reason, they were very muscular.
1: Yeah. The, the Luke in particular is always the one that the farm boy Luke, where he's just, like, Beefcake chest, bodybuilding, yeah. like swole. Yeah, yeah.
0: And the vehicles were an X-wing, Tie Fighter, Landspeeder, ATSD, and the Falcon. Yeah, which I had all those, but the ATSD for some reason, oh, and, and the X-wing. I don't know why. They were kind of they were the uh, the original molds of the like the old the original Kenner toys. To- yeah, but the, but the
1: but the modern Kenner toys weren't one to one scale with. Yeah, they, they were like. They were the same general size, but the shapes were different. So yeah. Some of that stuff didn't really translate. Yeah, because they're all
0: bulky. <laughs> yeah. But the ships were, like, the same, and they were yeah. kind of boring, because I kind of had all the old ones yeah. and everything. Um, yeah, so yeah, I remember getting the Falcon. That was always kind of the big Christmas toy, was the Falcon. Yeah. For, for many kids, the I Falcon that, was the sought-after Despite toy.
1: being super into Star Wars, even then, I never really had a whole lot of Star Wars mm-hmm. toys, especially by the time you get to 95 um, and uh, Power of yeah. the Force stuff, and era my vice was video games and professional wrestling oh yeah and so i was really all in on professional wrestling action figures because at the time it was also you know star wars came back as one wwf toys were just coming back in mm. around 95 mm. and so in a lot of my that's where my focus was entirely getting those toys and accessories and stuff. Yeah. And star wars just sort of fell to the like it was never Major thing, like I like Star Wars, but like, yeah. Yeah, like I would have wanted a lightsaber or a vehicles or something, but like the actual toys, I never would have played, oh, yes.
0: played with them. I uh, especially at them. that point. My, my all my lightsabers are missing the lightsaber now <laughs> because uh, <laughs> with my friend Joel back in the of we been in fifth grade with a camcorder, so on VHS, attempted to make a Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah. Now we didn't write a single thing down, <laughs> and we shot it out of order. And I don't think we had any editing capabilities, yeah. so even when I watch the movie now, I have no idea how we were gonna, <laughs> or what, what the idea was or how we were gonna do it. But and we all played like 50 different roles, so I don't know, watching it, how you were supposed to know when we were one guy <laughs> or the other. But uh, yeah, was, kids uh, are dumb. Yeah, exactly. It was. very funny. Well, I had the the Falcon, the Tie Fighter, and for some reason the Landspeeder. I don't know why. And um, I, one of my birthday parties, one of my friends gave me into land speeder, so I had to take it back. But um, <laughs> that's when I learned not to ask people for Star Wars stuff anymore. Yeah, chances were I had it.
1: That's why anytime I've ever gotten you anything Star Wars, it was because it came from like Disneyland.
0: Yeah, because there's zero
1: percent chance
0: the, the, that the, you the, the have the Pez, the Pez set.
1: I did get you that Pez set, but I think <laughs> I, I think I just bought it because it was brand new. Yes. And I, it was just, there There was no time yeah. for you to have gotten it for yourself. Well,
0: this time, <laughs> this time, because, you know, July 95, yeah. you get these toys out, yeah. and then October 95, the next wave came out, so it, it was out there, how, and there oh, was that much time to get that stuff. But then at yeah. some point, there's just so much other stuff, there's yeah. no way you could have it I all. I
1: wonder how, like, I'm assuming it took no time for, like, because... They go straight for it's like okay here's our new to- toy line, and it takes one or two waves until it's like and here's Han and Luke in stormtrooper armor because that's the one they always love to go to because oh, yeah. it's because it is like you get both you get Luke oh, yeah. and you get a stormtrooper you put that helmet on there yeah that's true if yeah. you don't want it to be Luke right now you could just have it with your stormtroopers yeah. like your army building it's a great it's a great stupid little way of going getting around that kind of stuff
0: oh yeah well they had so. In '95, in October or so, yeah. they had the two exclusive figures, which was um, <laughs> and, and when, back then it was exclusive. Yeah, and like you can't get it online. Yeah, <laughs> like like you can't Yeah, maybe b- you can find it at a toy show or something. Yeah, at best you're gonna
1: get it at a show
0: or a comic shop. Where the prices or... are always yeah. hiked up. Yeah, and uh, so Lays had a mail away Spirit Obi Wan. Oh, Spirit Obi Wan, which I, a, which I did get. That was a big one. Yeah, and then Kellogg's had the Han and Stormtrooper disguise. Yep. Yep, that was. I think I told the story of me getting that one. <laughs> yes, you did. I did. Okay, good. I think I'm we not,
1: talked about that in the No Hope one.
0: No, I'm not gonna tell it again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then there was the. I don't know if you remember this. The Ener- Energizer Bunny commercial. Yes. With Darth Vader in the carbon freezing <gasps> yep. chamber. Oh yeah. 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 I, I don't really I know why for I, batteries. I guess because the the lightsabers needed like four D batteries. Or yeah. Something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and Darth Vader's part is cyborg. He might need some battery juice. <laughs> I, just,
0: I actually had. I don't know what it was exactly. There was like a Lucas film show. It was like a stage play that was like in Japan or something. I don't think it was ever here, but there was a lightsaber you could get from that. Nice. And it was the blade was connected to the handle and everything. And it was white And I got I ordered that from the insider way way before this one. That's like cool. probably two years before the stuff came out. That's and, cool. it, and it has like the Lucas Arts or Lucas film thing on yeah. there. Yeah. So I, I do have that. <laughs> Um, let me see. Oh, so they came out with '92. Uh, they had VHS, yeah, and they had like the theatrical posters on there and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, I had re-rented, I had rented them so many times, and my dad recorded them onto VHS, <laughs> and everything. Um, and I remember I got these new for Christmas, which was great <laughs> because because I didn't get new Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was cool. Um, but they had they had the same preview on all three of them. For the same exact preview for all three movies, which was a pretty long it was probably like four or five minutes yeah <laughs> but it was funny because you know go through the movies and everything had a yeah. narrator and it's a cool preview and uh, but sometimes I'd like put a new hope and then you watch it in Empire you're like God Empire looks great. I'm gonna watch that take Empire out and start watching that one <laughs> right. yeah. I remember doing that many many times <laughs> <laughs> and that that was fun. And then in 95, in August, they came out with the THX Remastered VHS. Yeah, those are the
1: ones I remember. Yeah, I remember.
0: that was a big one. But I had just got these, yeah, 92, so yeah. just a couple of years later. So I didn't buy them because I'm like, yeah. the at movies are the At this point, I,
1: I didn't own Star Wars until the Special Editions came
2: mm, out. I yeah.
1: would rent them because they were also on TV a lot.
2: Mm, okay.
1: Um, so like he would just I mean cause you know by the time you, uh, movie watching age is already into the 90s you know yeah it's like it's, and there's so much stuff there's coming so out so much and stuff yeah. and, like, as, and like I said as a kid I was I was always into cartoons and oh, yeah. and Disney and that kind of stuff so um it never went away from me. So, like, Star okay. Wars was always something I liked and really liked, but, like, yeah. it was never my default. I would never go to the... I would pick out Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, or yeah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, or, like, the one, like, real movie that was the movie that I loved as a kid is the most obvious one, which was Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. I would go and watch Ghostbusters, and Ghostbusters 2, as much as I could. Oh, yeah. Like, those were my... my "Quote unquote" real movies because I just like watching, you know, Bambi and Dumbo and oh, yeah. stuff like that. And like I said, some of the other weird live action kids stuff, Pooh and Roger Rabbit. And oh yeah, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was a huge movie for me, and I don't, <laughs> I can't never really explain why. I mean, I wreck. It's a good movie. Yeah, it was, it's it generally big, it a good movie, but I don't know why. why yeah. I, I don't never really realize why I loved it
0: so much. I guess Back to the Future as well. I was big as a kid. I was super oh, so into yeah. Back to the Future. Well, it's funny because the tagline on the on these VHS said the original one last time. Yeah, and it told you right there. Yeah, but we didn't know what that meant. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if you were a grown up, you can. And, and it, I don't think we, I know we talked
1: about it before, but did we talk about the THX thing in the show?
0: No, I didn't talk about it. I, yeah. I don't. I don't really have enough facts. But yeah. so before Jedi came out, so THX, you know, see THX certified yeah. on VHS and yeah. yeah, everything. But Lucas actually came up. It has a different name. I don't remember. It's something with the sprocket. I don't know. But it was <laughs> it's it was it, it, it was TH certified theaters to yeah. make theaters held to a certain standard yeah. for the way the movies looked yeah. and sounded. Yeah. And so only those theaters could play Jedi, I think. But anyways, that was something he was developing and then yeah, it got so, all theaters to get on board yeah. with the same thing. I just
1: think it was something we just throw out there because we were just now, hey, there you there, There's up. a little Ewok. Yeah, uh, no, because, like, we were talking about the THX releases. Which, yeah. at the time, it's funny to think that's, about That's the, what that meant. It's, it's, fu- <laughs> it's funny to t- think about, like, at the time with these VHS tapes, and these are the THX versions and stuff. Like, what did that mean for your typical consumer household? You get a <laughs> yeah. VHS it's THX certified. We're all just watching them on these 20-inch colored t- console sets with integrated yeah. speakers. Like, the THX thing really meant nothing for 90% of the home buyers. Yeah,
0: I don't know if, like, a remastered, like, cleaned-up VHS would look any different yeah. if they just take out like the pops and stuff
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know how like much they could the, have even, really like, done
1: Yeah, even the sound like the sound's not gonna be <laughs> yeah,
0: it's even, just stereo still
1: stereo out of coming out of TV speakers because <laughs> very few people had a hi-fi yeah. hooked up to their TV like in terms of you know typical consumer yeah like, totally the, you yeah. know enthusiasts sure probably got to take a little bit more advantage of yeah. this than anyone else but like it was,
0: yeah the uh the um these VHS co- were cool they had a uh, so they had the half-faces on them. The half-faces, So yes. in A New Hope, you had Vader yeah. with the next wing Shuna TIE fighter. Empire, you had a Stormtrooper, which I yeah. assume because it was white. Yeah. And then the approaching at Then the Jedi one had Yoda... <laughs> it's
1: funny because Yoda plays virtually
0: no role <laughs> yeah. in that movie. Yeah. It always seems like with those like covers and stuff, like anytime you can always make sense out of it and yeah. not make sense out of it. You yeah. always like, why did they do that? Like it's like when they did those Steel steelbooks. Oh yeah. When they put on all the movies on steelbooks, it's like every single one of them has a villain.
1: Like does the half kind of the half face thing too. Every one yeah. of them has a villain except for Jedi, which also has Yoda on it.
0: I it was Attack of the clones. Attack
1: of the clones. Yes, Attack of the clones. Yeah. I'm sorry. Which has Yoda on it. And it's like, so everything else is a villain. And it's like, are you is there something about Yoda that we don't know?
0: <laughs> he's like villainous I am. Yeah. He's the, he's the
1: real uh phantom menace. <laughs> <laughs> the whole he's a phantom the whole time. Yeah.
0: He's like, only a mess in one scene. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, so in December '95, the second wave came out of those okay. toys. So you had whatever month I said. Yeah. So kind of, kind of almost a year later, you had yeah. the second. So there was a lot of time to get those. Yeah. And you had Lando, Luke in the X-wing pilot. Okay. So the orange jumpsuit. Yep. So. Boba Fett. Robert Fett. Yeah, and that was it. <laughs> Robert Fett. <laughs> yeah. well, well, my friend Joel had a funny line where once he said, "Uh." Boba the Fett and Jabba hut <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's the one that stuck with us. Yeah. Just like with the X-Files, I'll say, uh, Skulder and Moldy. <laughs> Just kind of combined their names.
1: 95 was really when, like, Star Wars became its own thing. Like, like it became... Because, yeah. like, it was already this big, massive thing. But 95 is where it sort of entered this sort of, like realm beyond
0: yes well, like, they were, well they were like like with the books they were testing an, the fan yeah, base and it then was with an, the it, VHS vhs it was now like it. a
1: legacy franchise where it was like
0: well they were like, everything was selling everything beyond, was selling, beyond yeah. what they thought yeah
1: so it became this thing where it became more than just these a movie franchise it yeah. became like it was it was now more pop culture than ever and it's just yeah. sort of part of like culture yeah. At a point, like, 95, it sort of transcended what it had already been. Yes. And it became something completely different.
0: I remember in a high school, um, uh, I had a little movie movie class, yeah. and the, the teacher didn't like Star Wars. He was one of those guys. But he, he loved American Graffiti. It was his absolute favorite movie. <laughs> Mr. Springer. Mr. Springer. And, and he hated Star Wars. Yeah. He was one of those guys. And he was talking about if a movie is could be more than a movie yeah and then he's like well like star wars is that more than a movie and then you know nobody answered because it was high school and he's like yes yes it is and i was like oh man that means a lot coming from him because i mean that's true i mean there's not really anything that comes close to the amount of fans and how people really feel about it like like you said like you liked it a lot you didn't have all the stuff but you were in high regard with the movies like it's it's funny how which is Lucas's intent, you know, to update yeah. the myth and all that kind of stuff and it really does strike a chord with people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's stuff that yeah, I mean, I think about it daily just like in terms of just real life situations yeah. and everything and just how people work and how and how, every, and how the world runs. Well, I mean like let's cuz you know video games are huge. So the video game stuff
1: starts you know Sort of the precursor to all of this stuff coming out, because yeah. things like Super Star Wars for the Super Nintendo and the X Wing and Tie Fighter franchise and stuff, those were all pre ninety five. Super Star Wars would have been nineteen ninety two. That would have been the very first one, and you know those were like so. Again, you're only you're less than a decade after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but a few years before this ninety five. Yeah. Let's get this. Let's 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 get let's get this machine spinning again. Kind of situation. And so, like, it's so weird to see, like, because those video games are sort of become timeless themselves in a way. The Super Star Wars, Super Empire, Super Return of the Jedi, are these massive games that are sort of like never been recreated for Star Wars because nobody's ever really tried to make those those stories again Uh, as video games. Yeah. Because it's hard, and like, and those came out in a time where. That you didn't have to uh make games like to be follow the stories oh really yeah, well. yeah so like as long inspired as you followed, by. inspired by but they did a really good job with the super star wars yeah, games yeah, yeah they actually cool. followed the stories pretty well they just have to go a little more in depth in a lot of weird ways yeah know? and you know super star wars starts off with you in on tatooine like climbing throughout the the, the um Sandcrawler sand crawler and doing
0: all sorts of nonsense. That and, scene's when you're on the land speeder. Yeah. You know, I think it's Whop Rats keep popping up out yeah, of holes like and the, you get to run, over, run them. over I think they hit stuff. you.
1: Yeah. You, the, yeah. The, yeah. I, I, those land speeder scenes are awkward. because the Because oh, yeah. the, the, the visuals, it's them. Super Nintendo had this uh, thing called Mode 7, which is what, when you think of, like, Mario Kart. If you think oh, of Mario okay. Kart for this thing. Where you have this sort of stretched out plane that you can move on that's moving independently from uh, the oh, yeah. there's a lot of that like f zero oh, yeah that, that, show that, that scene and stuff is yeah. super is mode seven which is a big big deal for yeah. at the time because it was sort of the closest you could get to three D you
0: know, oh, on a oh, home yeah. console without you know, having a computer. Oh yeah. So in ninety five the special editions were announced. That they were gonna be coming out.
1: I was that one of those things where like came out in like Variety or something? I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't, I, like, I, how I do you announce have, stuff like that? that? Because it certainly wasn't like no a trailer came out like before a movie. It was like oh, Star Wars
0: because I feel like it was like news, news. Uh, I remember when I found out yeah. was I already saw told a the poster story. hanging up. No, no, no. When I saw Space Jam. Space and, Jam. And, there was, and yeah. there was that preview, which I, I already talked about that. Yeah. The, the X-wing flying out of the ship, and which was a great. Great preview because I had no idea. Then all of a sudden it was like, whoop!
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, See, so November ninety six Star Wars dot com came out. Early dot com
1: website. Yeah.
0: Very early. Yeah. Um, back when it was kind of
1: nothing like it, like Star Wars dot com didn't really do a whole lot. No, <laughs> in the it early just, days. It, 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 just, it just had pictures. Yeah, was and like intervie- was mostly interviews about the prequels and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was yeah it was mostly a pictures depository. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of marketing for the yeah. stuff.
0: Um, Let me see. So then January 31st, 1997, you get a Star Wars Special Edition with four and a half new minutes of footage, which is a lot in movie terms. Especially back then. Yeah. I
1: mean, you know, nowadays there's certain things where it's like, there's like 24 new minutes of footage, and you're like, that's like a whole new movie. Yeah, that's like a third of a movie there, (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I forgot... um, I forgot how much it costs to do that. Um, I, I can't oh, it costs ten million. I was like,
1: I can't imagine it being cheap.
0: No, it costs ten million to put those four and a half minutes in because I mean, you know, because the uh,
1: digi- digital
0: jab of the HUD.
1: And not only that, but it was ten million then, and they still changed it later on. Like they would still yeah, keep yeah. going
0: back and just, well, and they had to go and restore yeah, the movie, yeah, because that was because okay. So I always wondered that because you know, Wizard of Oz. All these great movies, uh, all these old movies, look fantastic. Yeah, and Star Wars was seriously deteriorated. Yeah, and I was like, "This was like the '70s. What happened?" Yeah. So turns out, when they were shoot like a lot of late '70s movies, they were using a new type of film that was supposed to last longer. Turns out, it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why all those old movies got messed up. I'm really super
1: into like. Conservationism for, like, film and games and stuff. Oh, and so yeah. it's funny, just, like... I have to talk to a friend recently because it was something like, you know, the um, the Ecto-1s from Ghostbusters didn't really survive very well. Oh, yeah. Um, it was already a crappy car out <laughs> the gate, like, uh, but, it, you know, after the movies, it's like, it went, Ecto-1A is virtually a non-running car at this point, the Ghostbusters 2 car and everything. Oh,
2: yeah. And it's
1: just... The preservation of props in particular is a very, very new thing. Uh, like that's not something like some something made. Like you look at the ecto like the proton packs from Ghostbusters. Right. Like the Ghostbusters, uh, they're falling apart at the seams because they were never designed to last. No, they're made to and be on screen, on screen and, and they're and made
0: to look a certain way. A certain way they and, don't and function at yeah,
1: all. Yeah, yeah, and like they had different ones. They had the ones that it's like okay, these the, the hero packs yeah. are the real ones that were, like, you know, were heavy. The and ones like, that no, shoot and
0: take down ghosts. Yeah, the ones that actually work. And then they have, the, like, the
1: sort of, the like, the ones that are basically used for close-ups. They have yeah. all the working lights. Yeah. They have, they're made out of metal. They're heavy. They're, you know, they're, they, they they look like how they would look if they really existed in yeah. reality. And then you have the the, nor, the prop packs, which are mostly, like, foam rubber carved and spray-painted. So from a distance, you know, when you're filming and running and actiony and all that nonsense, it's... Yeah, you know, it's not, And it's the same thing. And like, And film was that, you know, preserving film is a relatively recent thing, too. I mean, like, they didn't start restoring things until...
0: Yeah, like, DVDs yeah, and stuff, like, yeah. like, going still, back like, and Even back.
1: then, like, protecting film in, like, the 80s was still kind of unheard of. Yeah, like, I
0: remember when they uh, re-released a bunch of the um, Universal Hitchcock movies. Yeah. They had to go back and... They had to go
1: back and sort of save it. Because like, a lot of the, like, re-releases weren't from a master source. Yeah. Because the film was so bad. Yeah, they collect
0: all the different... Uh, sources that they yeah, can and get as many reels from a compilation of so the make, best
1: yeah. versions. Yeah, and so you know, until you know, computers started becoming quick and easy, where you could you know safely sort of. Run it through uh, yeah. and preserve it and everything and clean it up and be able yeah. to do stuff that you can never do with a movie. It's like yeah. Yeah, preservation of film and props and all that stuff is unheard. Like in, like I say, in the video games, it's it's it doesn't exist. There's uh, no yeah. there's no preservation. It's there, yeah. there's things that are gone forever simply because of the way the industry works. Uh, you know, something gets removed from a marketplace, especially if it's like a digital game. Yeah, if it gets removed from a marketplace, unless somebody still has it, like and you kind of remove it from its marketplace and everything <laughs> yeah it's gone forever i mean there's no saving some of this stuff yeah. so that's kind of a bummer yeah. and, you know lost prototypes and stuff oh, cuz nobody yeah. saved that stuff yeah. you know there's like you know a lot of movie studios especially starting in the 80s and stuff started taking that a little more seriously uh, yeah. and so that's why you get things like well, you can get like blade runner that has like five different versions because uh, like yeah. they, the work print version somehow still exists it
0: shouldn't but here yeah. it is. I guess uh, Kubrick would burn deleted scenes yes. <laughs> so he can yeah. never use them. Yeah. Um, so it took two and a half years to make the New Hope special edition. So it costs 10, 10 million which is about how much the original movie cost yeah. with inflation. Um, and Lucas was so impressed by the outcome that he decided to go back to the other movies, which yeah. only cost two and a half million, <laughs> which is significant.
1: So, so when he got. His completed version of A New Hope is. He saw it. He was like, "Well, I guess I'm doing this for everything." Now. Yeah. Is that
0: basically. So the original plan wasn't to re- restore. No, only because A New Hope was. Um so far removed from what he wanted. Obviously, an Empire and Jedi, yeah. he got much more of what he yeah. wanted. So, and as you see, there's not that yeah. much done to those, especially Jedi. Yeah. You know, that yeah. one has the least amount done to it. Yeah. Well, I guess the. Well, I, I, should, I, I guess mean, like, that the has the ending. new scene. The, I guess yeah. that has the whole new dance scene. Yeah. There,
1: yeah. I mean, it has the more
0: Empire has, has the least amount done to it.
1: Yeah. Empire's the least amount. Like Jedi probably has the most like singularly substantial stuff because it does like it adds the big dancing and it adds a lot of stuff at the very end of the movie. That's true. Yeah. Like whole, wholly new things. Yeah. Like, yeah. At least with, um, when they put Jabba the Hutt back into there, yeah. that scene already existed. Yeah. They just had to add the special effects that's to true. fix it. His, yeah. To fix it. And fix so a lot up,
0: more of the special effects. Yeah, and
1: it. to fix up the special effects. Whereas Return of the Jedi got more
0: content. Yeah, that's true, yeah. So Rick McCallum produced the special edition, and Lucas mm. met him on the Young Indiana Jones TV show. And, and he had a good phrase for it. He called it a virtual director's cut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, So let me see, so uh, January 31st was A New Hope, Empire February 21st, and Jedi was scheduled for March 7th, but the movies were doing so well that they pushed Jedi back to the 14th of March, because this, I mean, mostly A New Hope was just...
1: I don't remember them being so close to one another. Yeah, know, it was
0: like one would leave the theater and the next. Yeah, one. yeah,
1: yeah, I just don't remember it being that way. But I mean, I know it. it, it I know it was, but it just don't, I don't remember it.
0: Yeah, that way. And of course, everyone thought Lucas was crazy because they thought no one would go see a twenty-year-old movie that they could see on VHS.
1: But it, it's so dumb that anyone would think that because Disney had been doing that for decades. Yeah, I mean that's how movies were. Yeah. very recently in in recent memory, that's how not how not movies were. Then, yeah, but like there's been there's no proof that a re release would do poorly. That's I don't understand. I mean,
0: maybe because they put money into it, yeah, you know, that's
1: I, mean? the only thing I could think of.
0: Well, okay. in uh, New Hope made it 35 million on opening weekend, <laughs> and it stayed number one for three weeks, yeah. and grossed 138 million total. Yeah. <laughs> I never understood the uh, number one thing because you could be number one and make 200 million, yeah, or you can make. One million. Yeah. As long as you're the highest grossing movie. It's always funny because like, yeah. it's the number one movie in America. Yeah. I guess it's just an easy I way I always to like say it when it's the always
1: best. the thing. It's like the number one family movie in America. <laughs> oh, yeah. The
0: stipulations. Yeah. Astoria has yeah. a lot of that where it's like this is the biggest bridge on south of Washington or whatever. It's yeah. like has all these little stipulations. Yeah. With, like well, everything has, everything a has asterisk. an asterisk. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. My friend pointed that out to me. <laughs> um, I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can delete that now. Um, so, yeah, so the, the, they did want to re release these to um, renew the movies in the minds of people, and they wanted to get younger people interested in Star Wars. I mean, so, still, they were really paving the way for episode one. Yeah, we, we didn't were, know that. These were really like. I mean, two years before episode yeah, one. Yeah, and, and
1: these were really teasers. I mean, these were as close as you could get to, like, especially the end of Return of the Jedi, where they're doing something like Coruscant. The Coruscant scene is really the closest. That's the teaser.
0: Yeah, it
1: it was, yeah. It's a, this is is coming. You didn't know at the time. No, I mean, now it makes sense. But hindsight 2020, what it is, you recognize, like, oh, it was a teaser for... Yeah, and now it just fits
0: in perfectly with the movie. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And the VHS
1: releases he was openly talking about.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, totally, a, a, yeah, episode one. by Yeah, right, by and, way. The, and the THX ones with Leonard Maltin. Yeah, um, I never really understood why people were so like mad about the special editions. Like, there's no way that you can tell me that Star that this wasn't Star Wars's vision. You people know what I mean? Take... Like, because nothing really is away from what Star Wars was supposed to be like. Obviously, the vision of Star Wars was beyond what the movies could do at the
1: time. Something like Star Wars, which as we were talking about with '95, where it sort of transcended what movies were. Yeah. It is something that, by 1995, when... um the special editions were about to come out. And, uh, you know, by ni- by 97, for sure. It had become more than just a movie
0: yeah.
1: to a lot of people. It was sort of, it was, it was because it was also more than just a movie. I mean, every aspect of your life could be filled with Star Wars in some way, shape, or form. Oh, you yeah. could play video games based on Star Wars. You could listen to the music of Star Wars. You could read books. You could brush your teeth in the morning. You know, there were, you know, you could have some, there was certainly something Star Wars-related food to be had at any given time.
0: There's one Star Wars thing I really want. Which is a soap dish And it's a land speeder nice. And the hood is hollowed out for the soap bar to go to It's so like good. the thing I want the most um, So
1: I So when it comes to people's indifference Towards yeah. the special editions I, I really get that because Nostalgia in a way Really Because like, movies more than a lot of other things um, can, it, It's a connection yeah, it is something you are watching something, and it's something that you remember as a kid. And it's yeah. something that's you, important you. go to, to you. it, you, you see something, you hear something. Yeah, when, when, when something, when something changes and changes dramatically, in some senses, like you know, it's, there's, I don't think anything I don't think there's anything particularly dramatically different in A New Hope, but no. it is substantial. Yeah, and so to get that, you, you know how it's, it, it's this sort of form of. What is known in, um, like CGI, of like the uncanny valley sort of thing. Mm. Uh, what some if some, something's off, you lose emotional connection. Yeah. To the character because mm. the CG is yeah. either too realistic and you know it's not real, but something's just kind of off. The eyes yeah. aren't moving or like so. Like bad, yeah. Like so, so it's uncanny. It's sort of I, I assume the sort of indifference towards the special editions works on the same concept, where yeah, you're watching it and it's just off. This is not what I watched. This isn't like everything's just a little different, especially in A New
2: Hope. Mm-hmm.
1: Everything's every scene has something that's different, yeah, in some way, shape, or form. And it, it, some things like you know we talk about how people complain about certain things like. Um, Because people don't complain about the scene where Han's running and there's now the room is full of stormtroopers.
0: Oh yeah,
1: people don't complain about that one because that feels right. Yeah, it. Your mind probably remembers it that way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Because
1: that would make sense that that's what's going on. Well, like I said, or like when they add certain effects to some of the long shots with more creatures and mm -hmm. stuff, and some of the things like there's just or some of the just. Simple effects like a shutter on the door. When yeah, and yeah. Stuff like that because that's seem that's right. Yeah. your brain probably remembers it that way because that's that's what sci-fi <laughs> doors do. Yeah. Um. So, but it's certain things when you've changed when you've thrown in that job of the hut scene with 1995, 96 CGI. You know, yeah. it's better now than it was then, oh, but it's at the time. Now. And, you know, or changing that Han Solo scene. Mm. Like, it, it's different. It's wrong. it's some, it's It becomes a disconnect. And yeah. so I don't really begrudge anyone. But I think to sort of put them, to sort of sit there and sort of make it seem like they're lesser movies for it <laughs> yeah. is the weirdest thing to me. Because nothing changed. No. Just the way some scenes played out. And they didn't change any plot points at all.
0: No. It's not like Blade Runner. Yeah. It's, well, it's like I said, like, with the Django voice set of Bobas. I love the Boba voice, and yeah. I had that in my head. And at first, it was like, Well, wow, this is weird. Yeah. And, like, I could rationalize it, though. Yeah. And they don't rationalize it. They just go, this is wrong. I don't like it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. there's, it's like, it's... Because it, it's not... It's not what makes me comfortable. Yeah. It's not what makes me happy. And so, you know... And unfortunately, like, you're going to never really get to experience that again. Like, you like you can go out of your way and do some stuff to experience that, but, like, what it is is what it is. Yeah. They, the special editions aren't the special editions anymore. When they release them, they're not the special editions anymore. It's yeah. just Star Wars. Yeah, it's
0: just is the movie.
1: It's just what it is. Like, back then, you have put the special edition on there to sort of... Like this is a new edition of Star Wars this is different
0: uh, yeah. so, I, th- I, think, I think that might have been the marketing thing to kind of I mean not yeah. doing it in the first place yeah. but saying that so to go because remember on the preview yeah. it's like and with a few new surprises yeah, yeah, I think it was like oh cool there's new stuff in Star Wars yeah. I think that might have been the idea I remember yeah. being excited about the changes and yeah. like looking forward to seeing what they were
1: yeah I, I, I think and before you see it and especially if we're talking about the person that is the person that we're sort of hypothesizing at this point um you don't know what the changes are going to be and yeah. you don't know what they're really going to look like. And you can't really predict how you're going to react to that until it's happened. Yeah. And so, yeah. I okay. mean, no
0: no one had ever done that before. Yeah. No and one had ever gone back into the movie and. I mean,
2: but,
1: people, people had,
0: but oh, not on the level. No, but I mean like, like yeah. literally added new technology yeah. into the movie, like added yeah. scenes, of course, yeah. but not gone back through and like changed things and like, you know, perfected the technology and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but like, yeah, I, like I said, I, I, I get it, but I don't, I will never like understand the mindset of, well, it doesn't have the original editions, so I'm not going to buy the
0: Blu-ray of Star Wars. I don't, like, I don't know if there's anybody that actually does There, that. There
1: is though, I, is personally, there really? I personally know a person that doesn't own the Star Wars on Blu-ray, because it doesn't have the... Because it's the special editions, it's the updated editions. And it's just because, like, I don't know. It's, like, it's like the movie's not any different. <laughs> yeah. It just looks there's, there's just some things that are different. Like, yeah, like, Han, like the most egregious one that in people's minds is Han shooting first, and I, I can understand, the sort of core of that. Yeah. But it didn't change anything. No. It, it, it all it did was fix something in Lucas's mind yes. for his movies yeah. that he felt needed to be fixed yeah whether you agree with that or not doesn't matter because you're not George Lucas. Yeah. It's not really your movie, even though it is your movie in your heart. Because yeah. it is something so important to you. Yeah. Um, something you grew up with. Something that means something to you. Yeah. And, and, and on a much more emotional level than a lot of other things. Let's Star Wars works in a different way in terms as a movie than almost any other movie.
0: Yes. it's um, Yeah. People don't feel like this about it. Yeah. Else.
1: Yeah. I mean, like... Yeah, so many movies have come and gone where they've added and changed things with technology and fixed things and gone back. Like, home video releases are different than the theatrical releases because they yeah. need to fix them. I was like, and nobody really cares about that stuff. And But I, but those things also aren't Star Wars.
2: No.
1: And that's sort of the problem that comes into it, is Star Wars is sort of a transcendent film franchise. Yeah. Yeah people can only go so far. Yeah. The hell you tend tell they have to, they will draw their line in the sand. I mean, clearly, and, and that line was drawn with the special editions for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, at some point, it's going to have to just give up. Like, not give up, but, like, maybe it will come out. Maybe the original editions will come out at some point. You never really know. After George Lucas dies, it's kind of game on, I'm assuming, yeah. with at Disney. But, like, I feel like as it stands now, as long as George Lucas is around, Disney will sort of respect that.
0: The way I understand it is that they went back into the original negative and put the special edition things in there. So the original elements that they cut from the film <laughs> are existing somewhere. Yeah. So in order for them to go back and restore it, they'd have to go back, take out the special edition stuff, put the other one back in there, and that's a lot of work for a movie that's going to sell regardless yeah. of the changes. Uh, but but
1: like at the same time, that's a bunch of more. Um, it's a bunch more home video sales you know yeah. or well, it, that's mean, a bunch, when, when they were or that's re-release... a bunch more um, Disney Plus subscribers mm. or something like
0: when they were released the um, the DVDs that the bonus disc was
1: the laser disc yeah, yeah. of
0: those didn't sell that well yeah. <laughs> cuz people didn't Well care. it's
1: because also at the same time it's it was only a year or two since the DVDs came out these the, the yeah. actual DVD release so it was it pro- if they came out that way They would have sold really well hmm. But because by this point Because you can't really tell if Is it because people People really didn't care Or is it because I just bought it
2: Yeah And it's
1: not different Other than it has This version on it yeah. Maybe when it's Maybe in a few years hmm. When I can get them At like a Pawn shop <gasps> Or used you know, half-priced books yeah. or something. I'll get them, but like I just bought these movies. I'm not. But
0: doing... if people really care as the much as they said, they would have yeah, bought them.
1: But like those people probably did because they did. They did still sell pretty well, mm. and they're still highly sought after because they go for a lot of money. Off. Okay. Um, because that is the most convenient way of <laughs> watching those movies. Like because oh, yeah. like you know theoretically, if you want to watch the originals, you just have to get a you either get that DVD. illegally download them because there's like the de-specialized editions that that guy spent a ton of time fixing up. (laughs) Too much time. Too much time to put out like this 1080p cut. That that guy doesn't have to read the (laughs)
0: subtitles. He (laughs) certainly does not. Um,
1: That guy knows what Chewie is saying. Um, But yeah, I think, yeah, I'll never fully... I'll never be on board with that. I'll buy whatever. No. When the 4K Star Wars comes out, I'm buying it. I yeah. don't care if what changes have been made. No. You know, and here we are. Like, whatever. I <laughs> yeah. don't care. It's yeah. still Star Wars. The story is exactly the same. It plays out exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. And it just looks better. Yeah. Like, even if take out the special edition parts of it, like, it still looks better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. even back then, the special editions looked better than the original ones. Because exactly. They, yeah. they cleaned them up. Yeah. But, yeah. I think that's all we can talk about with Return of the Jedi and the special editions. Yeah, I
0: think so. I think
1: that's gonna put a that's gonna put a uh, nice little pin in this series. Yes, there's that's the Lucas Omnibus. That is all of it. That is all of the Star Wars yes, from a certain point of view. <laughs> and this certainly, this duo certainly isn't going anywhere. No, it's going to be something else going forward. Random. More, more, a lot more random. A <laughs> lot less. A lot more freestyling, like how we uh, tend nope, to
0: always... No more research.
1: Yeah. Well, no more research from you. <laughs> yeah, you can research as I'll, much as re- you I'll, want. I'll research. I like the research <laughs> you, part. You go ahead and research. Always, I always hit up the internet as I'm watching a movie. Just like, I wonder, I wonder what that person did. Or yeah. I wonder how much this cost. Or I wonder... Like, that seems weird. I wonder what, how much... They, oh, wow. did they? Boy, that happened on the set, huh? <laughs> but, yeah. But I think it'll be fun. It will be. I don't know what our... F- First thing will be, but we'll figure it out. Here's some ideas. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Heat's on there. Heat's on there. For sure. <laughs> I want to talk about heat. <laughs> but until then, until we talk about heat or apoc or whatever Western we're feeling at the time, uh, yeah, it's it's like the wind, baby. It's whatever we feel like. A couple of days before recording is what we'll talk about. But until then, thank you all for joining us for this journey of six classic all-time greats. The saga. The saga. The, <laughs> the true Skywalker
0: saga. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but until then, thank you all for joining us. And I actually will do a sign-out for this one. I'll, I will give the traditional Star Wars. Uh, save it for the last. Save it for the very last one. Yeah. And may the Force be with you. you.